Are you freaking kidding me? That, that is the coolest hot. intro. Kevin, play it again. Play it again. Play it again, Kevin. Play it again. Play it again, Kev. How many fucking times? I'm not prepared for that shit. people that's really cool that. that's awesome that's awesome Nick, you could never make something that cool it's true actually <laughs> they nailed it nick they nailed you did the audio and as always just absolutely crushed it and then cameron kennedy coming in with the the visual style that i'm just like oh unmatched he on, on twitter he he posted some behind the scenes uh pictures of like his hand drawn the little car going away and all that stuff like that's, look, awesome. look at hand drawn. that's so, really that's cool. so cool You'll love to see and it. And now it will be appreciated by 11,000 people. <laughs> yes. Yes. This is kind of funny. He's Edgar Wright in review. How exciting is that? As always, I'm Tim Gettys, joined by the big dog, Kevin Coelho. I'm tired. <laughs> the slightly smaller dog, Andy Cortez. Same, Kev. Yeah. The even smaller somehow dog, Nick Scarpino. I'm jacked up on Mountain Dew. I don't care if you guys are tired. I'm ready to go. Let's talk about this movie. Who? The biggest dog of them all, Greg Miller. Do I need to lead us all in a little shakeout exercise? Some aerobics here? You want to? You want to get in a couple? Just stop Nick? trying to be snow like Mike. Gonna get you're never going to be lead us in, like a, Mike. in a rousing chorus of yub nub. <laughs> yub nub. The best thing about Ewoks, right, is that these fuckers oh. don't even know what they're saying. <laughs> you hey, know hey, what I mean? They Greg don't Miller, understand. Yeah, Greg Miller, I, I want to issue you a challenge to issue Mike Drucker. I want you to call Mike Drucker right now yeah. and ask him if he knows the words to Yub Dub. Not just or the Yub Dub part, but a little bit further. Just a, a verse of it? Sure. I'll okay. come with that. Yeah. If he, I want to know if he knows what Yub Nub means it's, in Ewoks. Can you imagine I'm how sure funny it, it would be to be like, all right, cool. I can't wait for them to talk about Shaun uh, of the Dead. Turn this on. Fucking for no reason at all. Yeah, because they really don't know up. the backstory. Really hey, Mike Drucker, you're live on In Review, uh, Shaun of the Dead. How are you? Good. How, how's it going? It's great. You're coming on the Kind of Funny podcast at the end of the month. We're very excited to see you. Are you excited to come do it? I'm very excited to come do it. I miss I miss you guys. We miss you too. And that's why when I sang a part of the Yub Nub song, the Ewok celebration here on the show, I was immediately yeah. challenged to call you and ask two questions. Number okay. one, do you know the actual words to the Yub Nub song? Answer is no. Okay. And then number two, do you know the translation to Yub Nub? Is that was that it? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> I, I, I both don't know the Ewok lyrics nor the translation of the Ewok lyrics. Follow up, so he well, does not speak Ewok. Alexa's going off now. Alexa, stop. All right. <laughs> all right, then we'll see you at the end of the month. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe learn the words by then. That's all I'm saying. I don't know if we need it or not. I, I will try to get a gist of a summary of what the song is. All right, and then also, I guess before you go, what did you think of Shaun of the Dead? I love Shaun of the Dead. Love Perfect. it. Great. Okay, cool. We'll talk to you later. Love you. Talk to you later. Love Bye. you. <laughs> I, I want to mention that the reason why Yubnub is on the brain is because Greg brought it up because Twitter deleted uh, Trump's account and it became this whole thing. So they just started talking about Yubnub nonstop and then they were sending linking the song back and forth. Nick and Greg are saying it to everybody. And you got to understand that this will be a reoccurring theme for the rest of these two hours or however long this takes. This will come up again. 
My prediction is we'll never talk about it ever again. Here's ever. the I, I'm at, you know, we are recording live, of course. If you are a patron on patreon.com slash kind of funny, you can watch us record the show live. I have the chat open. I'm putting it right now. Does Yub Nub slap Y slash N? We need to see Y's and N's thrown up so we know. Because I say yes, Nick says yes. And Nick didn't initially say yes. Now he does. It's one of those things that it's and, – and this is one of the reasons why I feel so blessed being a part of this company, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. It's because you guys really do expose me to all these new ideas and these new concepts, and they're very important in my life. Specifically, I woke up today, Andy, thinking that Yub Nub does not slap. Tim, did I say Yub Nub does not slap? And then Greg <laughs> not say that. And then after yeah. literally – Maybe it's perhaps I've never listened to it out of context of the scene before. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the fact that George Lucas hates it and replaced it with something else uh, in the later iterations of Return of the Jedi. But, dude, <laughs> this thing. <laughs> yes. It's just some laugh in the beginning. Any that. Look at that whistles. God damn. <laughs> Oh, that's coming. It's coming. Wait for it. But like the beat. There it is. There it is. There it is. Drop it. You can just hear people dropping, right? Andy, you're in a hot club. This starts playing. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. You're like, who am I going home with? Answer. Everyone. There it yep, is. I'm no. telling you, that's a song right there, and the chat agrees with me. So far, only uh, J6 is saying, J6 Kooks is saying no. Everybody else is saying yes. Everybody else is all in on this. This and is, then DJ Kento says in all caps, this goes hard. Sorry, back to you, Tim. <laughs> kind of funny. Edgar Wright in review. We will be ranking and reviewing the Edgar Wright movies. You can watch the show live as we record it by going to patreon.com slash kind of funny. Two in reviews a week. Uh, now we're doing Edgar Wright and John Wick. Very, very exciting stuff. Uh, you could also watch the show later on youtube.com slash kind of funny or search kind of funny reviews on your favorite podcast service for it to be delivered right into your ear holes uh we are brought to you by gabby and green chef but we'll talk to you about that later because we got to get into it guys today we're talking about sean of the dead originally titled tea time of the dead no they did better they, i'm glad yeah, they got they away did. from that they, yeah, they, they nailed it uh released on march 29th 2004 Directed by Edgar Wright, an English director, screenwriter, and producer known for his fast-paced and kinetic satirical genre films, which feature extensive utilization of expressive popular music, steady cam tracking shots, dolly zooms, and a signature editing style that includes transitions, whip pans, and wipes. Uh, budget of $6.1 million, a box office of $30 million. It was met with universal critical and commercial acclaim, uh, receiving two nominations at the British Academy Film Awards. It was ranked third on the Channel 4 list of the 50 greatest comedy films of all time and quickly acquired a cult following a runtime of one hour and 39 minutes. Greg Miller. Yeah, buddy. This movie seems so up your alley. What is your story with Shaun of the Dead? Shaun of the Dead is a movie that made me kind of thing, for sure. Uh, as you know, I, I make no bones about it. Zombies are my favorite like horror movie, and I like horror movies, but I love zombie movies. And so, you know, when growing up, and I'm using that loosely, but when I got the PS2 right and I could start buying DVDs, I was buying everything I could, zombie, everything I could, Romero. Uh, just, you know, going back and loving Dawn of the Dead, loving, uh, not Living Dead, obviously, but Dawn of the Dead was my favorite. And just consuming that nonstop. And I will never forget being in Columbia, Missouri, uh, you know, going to school in 2004 
and hearing you know on the internet this thing Shaun of the Dead and it was this British zombie movie obviously the name alone uh, you know a pun on Dawn of the Dead and even the trailer used some in the movie does too obviously but the trailer used you know some of the Ramiro music that are you know you think of for Dawn of the Dead and I was so fucking stoked and it finally came to what the stadium 20 or whatever the hell it is in Colombia. I remember going there on an early afternoon with my ex sat down it the lights came up and it was then I realized, and again, granted, 2004 is a bit more sheltered, but it was then I realized I haven't seen a contemporary English movie or TV because the first 15 to 20 minutes on my first viewing of this movie, I, it was like they were speaking another language because they were talking <laughs> so quickly and it's, it's full on British accent. And I had grown up watching, you know, Monty Python stuff and Monty Python movies and things like that. But even then I felt like they had a different cadence of speak, whereas this was a british movie made for a, in a worldwide audience but also not pulling punches i think for you know americans or whatever so it took me so long uh to get going and understand what was going on and then once i did obviously i fell in love and it was a dvd i bought immediately and it became the when you know the antler house would be done when the party would be done and we would order gumbies and just devour it in my room this is the dvd we threw on and so like it, this is one of those dvds that i know front and back that i went in and like i don't know how much of this you have in your notes or whatever i went and watched not the deleted scenes but the expanded tales they did a thing on the dvd where they filled in plot holes of like where when sean went away with the zombies what did that look like what happened to diane after she went through the window like all this fucking shit and i like all that crap and how they got ed back and all that i was like I was all about this movie in, in, in the same way. I think I love Kevin Smith. This is one that made me love Edgar Wright, even though I didn't fully get that at the time. You know what I mean? I loved Simon Pegg. I love Nick Frost. I love that buddy relationship they had on screen. Andy Cortez. What about you? I think it's one of those movies that had to have just influenced anybody aspiring to make movies or made people th- just want to make movies that they didn't even know they wanted to make movies like i think it i think it introduced a level of creativity that i had never seen in a movie before i was about 15 years old when this movie came out and up until then you know i didn't really realize that editing in a movie could be its own star and you know like i just didn't obviously like you watch movies and you understand that the story could be, you know, the strong point of the movie or the acting or the characters, but editing and and stuff like that, it had never occurred to me that that could be something that really shines in a movie because mm-hmm. I just didn't know. And Edgar Wright kind of, uh, you know, brought that out. And I just I it was so unexpected and I fell in love with it. And uh, like this movie is just great. It's just an all time favorite. Yeah. It's so clever. It's so creative. It's so stylish. and yeah, I mean, there's there's not much more great things I could say about it. It's just one of those movies that will go down as one of the best movies I've ever seen. Kev, what about you? Uh, so, I mean, obviously, the this movie is goddamn magical. Uh, like, you know, I, I don't remember when the first time that I actually watched it or like I, it's always been around one of those movies that like when I want to have a good time, like I probably watch it once every two years, something like that. Um, but it wasn't until six years ago, like I actually like found out why it's so good where it's um there's a youtube channel called every frame of painting uh he did a whole episode on uh edgar Wright, and one of the things that like he talks about is how his editing changes over time and it's like sitting there and actually getting the movie dissected in front of you 
where you're like, oh shit, okay, like I didn't think about why it's so magical. And then like every time since I've seen it, uh, every time since then, I like try to notice different details in the editing and stuff like that. And it is just a blast to watch every time. Nick. Oh yeah. I mean like there's no surprise here. This movie is great. Um, I remember seeing this in the theaters um, and just being, it's one of those movies where you just become an instant fan of everyone that's involved. And I remember not, I mean, I really didn't know who Simon Pegg was and Nick Frost because we didn't get, I think they did the well, they did the office right space space or space space not the office that was Ricky Gervais to the office they did space we didn't obviously we didn't get that I didn't I didn't know what that was and so you know it's one of those things where you can you can tell this group had been working together for a while they knew each other like they had they had that like cadence of of like we we've been doing great work but then for to be able to see the first thing they do or excuse me to be able to see this movie as the first thing they do as the first representation of of their style and their um they're just overall like presence together on screen. And I was just blown away. And I was like, I love Nick Frost. I love Simon Pegg. This Edgar Wright guy really knows how to direct a movie. I can't wait to see what they do next. And like, I've just been, a, I've been a fan of these guys for since, since 2004. Yeah. For me, uh, I was just a little younger than Andy there. So it was like that perfect kind of in between middle school, high school time where you're coming into your own and kind of, being able to make your own choices of what music you listen to, what movies you watch, all that stuff. And that was primetime internet, burgeoning forums and all that stuff. And I just remember kind of going through and and looking for, uh, like, just Google searching, like, best hip-hop albums of all time, best comedies of all time, just kind of mm-hmm. educating myself on all the things that I had missed. And uh, looking for, you know, being a fan of comedy, I was like, I, I want to know, like, what are the best comedy movies? Like, what should do I need to watch? That's when I first watched a lot of the the 80s um comedy movies the i'm super blanking on caddyshack ghostbusters things like that that type of stuff yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. and um like the candle 16 candles that's what i was thinking of um ah sean hughes movies yeah yeah and uh this was one of those movies that like it felt pretentious it was like all the people everyone's like you gotta watch sean of the dead it's the funniest thing and like it, it felt like a that that weird indie thing of like it was out of reach like it felt like hard to obtain and like be able mm-hmm. to actually watch it's it was a different time too like where you couldn't just turn on netflix and watch things but i remember right. that alfredo actually got a, a copy somehow burned on a disc because that's how things happened back then and we watched it and i never felt stupider where i was like this is cool and i like the editing but like i don't get it it's not funny at all <laughs> like i don't find this movie funny and god i was a dumb kid because every time i've watched it since it just gets better and better and better and uh this yeah. was actually the first time i watched it with subtitles and really knowing every single thing they're saying, I was like, God damn, this yeah. movie is so clever. And it just – it the zombie idea of it all is so overdone at this point. But somehow, like, Shaun of the Dead stands more relevant and is just still so damn cheeky and so damn, like <laughs> – like, when you're looking so at it all, Nando. Like, so damn Nando, man. So damn uh, Nando. But I love that when we're talking about the editing and we're talking about being able to watch it and notice different things, like the amount of dialogue that they end up actually doing in the movie or like every single line comes back somehow to like yeah. reference something yeah. else. Right. It, it almost is too perfect, but it, it doesn't cross that line of, of being too perfect. It, so it actually well, no, feels I mean, that's the thing about it. Edges and nice. The way they use it is so brilliant. I remember, you know, being a i think you know you talk about ghostbusters or something something i watched over and over and over again as a kid right having this in the dvd player right and then if it wasn't this it was usually wet hot american summer like 
exactly. It was at this one in particular. In the granted, again, I'm a dumb college kid. It was like having a secret code. It was showing your friends this thing and being like, no, no, but like watch. Like this morning is going to be replicated tomorrow in the exact same thing, almost movement for movement, but everyone's going to be a zombie, right? Or him meeting Yvonne, right? And how are you surviving, right? And how different that is at the end, or at least somebody made it, right? That line she throws out that in the beginning is about their relationship, but at the end is about zombies. Yeah, Nick. Did they ever do anything in the comics or like any side stories about that other group? Not well, to my knowledge. Yeah, not that I know either. But uh, when Sean, Liz, David, Diane, Barbara, and Ed run into the alternative gang as they make their way to the Winchester, there are quite a few comedy partnerships brought together again. Simon Pegg and Jessica Hines, who were Tim and Daisy from Spaced, Lucy Davis and Martin Freeman, Don and Tim from The Office, the original mm-hmm. office, uh, Dylan Moran and Tamsin Grigg, who were Bernard and Fran from Black Books, uh, Julia Deacon and Nick Frost are from Spaced as well, and Marsha and Mike, respectively cool shit that's awesome i mean i i mean it's so funny because back then i had i didn't really have context for who any of these people were of but course. now i recognize a lot of people in those other groups from just being from various things that i've seen i think most notably and it's gonna be a weird pull but the last guy is now one of the comedic hosts on the great british bake-off and he was also in bridesmaids i believe that's the actor he was the guy that played uh rebel wilson's like brother in bridesmaids and I'm like, my God, that guy's been around forever. That's so cool. I could be wrong about that also because he had a wig on, I think, or he had hair back then. I'm not quite sure. Um, are but you, are you just, talking – wait, the last guy. So, like, you know how – you know the Nick, the Nick Frost uh, of lookalike? The other side. The of the other side. Right? He is, I think, the guy who is from Bridesmaids who was in that – who was like the weird roommates in Bridesmaids where it was like, you know, the, the two of them. The, gra- the guy from the Great British Bake Off is uh, the guy from the Mighty Boosh. I don't know um, what that means, but let's 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 explore Greg. that internet. Yeah, and, old the old Greg, um, um, what Noel Fielding? I don't think that was Noel Fielding. No, 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 no. You're thinking Noel Fielding. See, you haven't watched the newest season. Noel Fielding. You're is, talking about Matt Lucas. Been on, yes, Matt and Lucas. it is it is that he is Gil in Bridesmaids. Yeah, he's oh, the new host because the, the other comic host left. Yeah, but he's so, you know I'm, that guy's hilarious. Noel Fielding's gone for British Bake Off. No, no, no. Noel Fielding's there. The, oh, his counterpart okay. left. I forget her name. She's another ah. They brought in this guy to be her. And to be honest, I don't love their chemistry. I wish they'd bring her back, but whatever. Yeah. I digress. So, so I got a true. whole bunch of facts. and I just want to read a couple of them to start this off because I just think it's so freaking cool. Uh, one fun thing is Simon Pang and Edgar Wright considered a sequel that would replace zombies with another monster, but decided against it. Vampires. Uh, originally, the proposed title was From Dusk Till Sean. That's oh, good. God, so good. So good. That. That. And the fact that and his name is first and then end at the end of, at the so in the good. titles. Uh, and then it's uh, that there's a poster for From Dust Till Sean in Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Oh, nice. Really. Oh, like really it cool. happened in the other verse. That's cool. Yeah. And then uh, some fun facts here. Sean tells Liz that he's going to take her to quote the place that does all the fish. When he opens the phone book, you can see the restaurant's literally called The Place That Does All the Fish. <laughs> Love that. That's, so That's like their tagline, uh, right? Yeah. Uh, almost all the bit part characters that we see throughout the movie are later seen as zombies. Yep. Yeah. Uh, near the beginning of the movie, when Ed's playing uh, PS2, Sean directs him top left, reload, good shot, whatever. Uh, when the gang are in the Winchester pub and Sean's firing at zombies, Ed repeats exactly what Sean instructed That's him to cool. do during Time Splitters 2. Never forget. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Pete is ranting at Ed for keeping him awake with his electro music, he drops the line, you want to live like an animal, go live in the shed, you thick fuck. And then, obviously, that's he does. what ended up happening. That, Good yeah. shit, Kev. There we go. Yeah. There's another uh, line that, that popped out that I never noticed before. And I'm, I'm because I'm very, I'm, I'm not, I was never a huge Dawn of the Dead fan. I, never, I was never a huge zombie fan probably until this. And then subsequently, like, The Walking Dead. But there's a moment where I'm like, wait a minute. 
Did they just name his mom Barbara so they could have the one line "We're coming just to get for the you, Barbara"? Yeah. Are you kidding me? We're what coming to get you, Barbara. We're coming to get you, Barbara. <laughs> so good, so good. If you and don't know, that's obviously in *Not Living Dead*, a famous line Dude, of when the when the brother, they're coming to get you, Barbara. When they're walking around the graveyard and that guy's immediately. <laughs> uh, the last fact I have here for you is Nick Frost allegedly kept his genitals shaved throughout the production to create a genuine need to scratch that the character demanded. That's <laughs> that's horrible. Genius. Oh my god, that's so horrible. Method. I wish we were brought to you by Manscaped for that ad segue, but unfortunately we're not today. But anyways, let's get to the plot. Hit it, hold Andy. On, hold on. I'm hanging with Tim, Nick, Kevin, and Greggy. Hit me with the plot right now. Hit me with the plot right because I'm having a good time. It's in review oh, okay. time. That was great. I didn't, that was fantastic. We right. I didn't know where we were on that one, but we got All there. pointing out that, yeah, and I know, again, dumb kid or whatever, but this is the one that made me a Queen fan. Like, I did go and buy Queen's Greatest Hits after uh, that CD after watching Shaun of the Dead and falling in love with it and was watching the DVD and stuff. Uh, welcome to Shaun of the Dead, everybody. Set in lovely old England. Oi, governor. Uh, of course, uh, as we all know, Sean is a fucking loser. As Pete will call him later, more of a loser than you are. Uh, and so we open the movie at the Winchester, of course, the pub they always end up at, where uh, Sean and Liz are having a tiff. Not a full-blown fight yet, but of course, uh, Liz is kind of laying into Sean as he's not listening about how uh, they can't keep doing this, right? They always what end a, up at the Winchester. What What a genius scene, too. The way this, the way, and talk about editing, uh, uh, Kevin was talking about the editing in the scene, or, or just in the movie in general earlier, and I totally forgot how this movie started, because I don't think I've seen it in like 10 years, but the fact that they're talking about all of their friends, who and are then there. the camera cuts, and it's them, yeah. and like, he's there, and then it cuts, and the other two friends are there, and she's like, yeah. you called him a, pr- a prick, or whatever it was. Oh, that's, <laughs> enough, just, but that's even better, yeah. yeah, yeah. So funny. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, as they go through here, of course, you know, Liz is very much like, it's not that I don't love you, Ed. All right, whatever. And it's not, you know, and then, of course, the conversation, yeah, as we were talking about that, it, when, you know, it exacerbates things. What does that mean? Another great line, obviously, and a great word to learn. What does that mean? Uh, it means this. No, no, no. What does exacerbate mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but basically, it's a war of escalation. They go to the same pub every night. So, of course, Sean brings his friends. They bring their friends, and they don't all get along. They don't get quality romantic time. Uh, Sean, of course, in a last-ditch effort, says, you know, hey, let's do something tomorrow. We can do something special. The place that does all the fish. Uh, then we go home. Uh, we actually get the intro. Another song that slaps. That's a yub nub of this. Uh, it, it is the yub nub of, it is. of the Dead. And you also, though, of course, get a look at all the people who will become the zombies for throughout the thing, right? We get Noel there checking groceries. Uh, we get the people standing at the bus stop staring ahead. You get introduced to people who are already zombies in their everyday life, right? That will now become the zombies of our very zombie movie. Uh, from there then it's Sean waking up coming out stomping around like a zombie but no he's at home he comes in since next to Ed who of course is playing time splitters as we already pointed out they go through the whole video game talk uh, don't you have to be, go to work though Sean gets up gets ready for work then runs into their roommate Pete uh, in the in the kitchen who is basically like get the fuck he's got to get out of here he sucks you know what I mean he's his house guest when's he going home they make the reference to playing Tekken 2 and playing and drinking apple schnapps right obviously they're in different places in their life as Sean 29 now right uh, they're all in that weird space of after graduating college not full-blown adulthood yet no one having you know relationships uh, that are or trying to start relationships but still in that weird place of being 
boys to men kind of situations uh, uh of course nick frost character ed very much in the i will just live on the couch and drink beer and get loaded all the time and play video games and do that um so yeah you know uh, pete's not happy with the situation in any way shape or form uh he they come out they have a conversation uh with ed of course about writing down the messages not just your own little scrap of paper how hard can that be uh he can do it he's just uh-huh yeah uh-huh yeah uh when pete puts on his jacket and turns around of course there's i'm a, i am a prick on his thing come on it was pretty funny uh they have the conversation here right of like all these different things of yeah you know get this done do that thing for me uh yeah you know he sean leaves uh with the phone ringing or whatever then he he i, I maybe i no i think i got it right but it doesn't matter uh he goes out this is what i was talking about the scene that'll be replicated for tomorrow him leaving the house the boy kicks the soccer ball by him he gives or by him he gives change he gives change to the homeless guy who's always there there's a dude washing his car there's a guy jogging there's the pizza guy who looks at him uh he before goes he into, leaves we have the fart joke we have the oh the fart I'm joke Sorry. So good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. No, really, I'm sorry. I do want to doing it when you stop laughing. I do want to give a shout out to the guy that plays Pete, whose name is Peter in Pete. real life. Peter Sarah Finowitz. Uh-huh. What action Kevin. movie is he in? He's from The Tick, which Kevin and I yeah, loved on Amazon. So he played The Tick. Uh, <laughs> he, was he was also, also in also... Guardians of the Galaxy, making his second there we go. appearance That's here on In Review. Right. There we go. Uh, wow. I was going to give him a shout out. He played Aldo in the movie Spy, starring Melissa McCarthy, and he's really funny in that. You need yeah. to be stopped, Nick. You need to be stopped uh he, what's great and this is a great one to stop because i'm you know i'm going through it at a clip here of course uh because it's a comedy which is always hard to recap and weird to recap but it, this is such a great thing i think uh, especially when you see uh sean and ed work together versus sean and pete talk together right where sean is in this weird spot right and it's what sorry i'm burping in the microphone uh you know his stepdad will bring up eventually right of like he can do great things he just need he lacks motivation he needs to look up to somebody he needs to be kicked in the ass pretty much and so he's in this weird stuck between where he's kind of an adult he's not he's like what you know he's the oldest member at the electronic shop he's like you how know, old are you the guy's like 17 <laughs> he's like oh no but yeah then he comes out and he wants to you know uh play video games and just hang out and drink and do all this other stuff but then he also wants this thing with liz and it's this weird you know not midlife crisis but late 20s crisis i digress goes over to nelson's shop you know this is our first glimpse at there's you know the newspapers there talking about some of the stuff that's going on and all this weird shit that's happening uh nelson interrupts he buys the soda there's a guy who's you know looks like he's just for a wedding back there who will be one of the star zombies later on too uh sean fucks off to work uh as we said everybody's uh he's the oldest person there he's got to run the thing there's a reference here to ash which is their nod to evil dead ash uh he's sick so it's all on sean um you know uh, the, the one kid who's 17 of course and this is you know again what we're talking about sean's 29 he, he has the same job as a 17 year old uh who and i can't i don't have it in front of me right now he's in this, something i know it's killing he loses a bunch was. of weight yeah and becomes he's a, in hot a, fuzz no yeah, he he's loses in something else though I'll yeah he's like the leading man and he's like the love he's like the love attraction in it it's, Good for you him. know what I, just let's just say he was in black mirror because a lot of a lot of actors that show up in Black Mirror, I'm like, oh, I know yeah. you. point. That's a great it's point. Like saying actually, you did a stint on Law and Order. You're like, every actor did a stint <laughs> yeah. on Law and Order. Yeah. At some point. He was in Big Short. Uh, he was in Life of Pi. I'm throwing it up here. I, Not I know Black him Mirror, as an but it does feel actor, Black, Black Black Mirror. You're right, though. I do remember in Black Mirror. I feel like now, doesn't matter. Whatever. Um, he's Noel, actually. Uh, anyways, yeah, they have this whole conversation about keeping your work life separate because obviously he answers the phone to it. Oh, oh, I may. Like you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. But you know, throughout exactly. the day. 
Sean's there. He's working with some customers. This is when they're flipping through all the different TV channels. Again, you know, this, oh, this yeah. movie is, I, you know, I used it for Back to the Future, Back to the Future being a perfect movie. I want to go as far as say this is a perfect movie, but for me as a viewer, it was the first time, I, and it's, again, with multiple viewings of it, that I ever really caught on like the way they peppered in the before and after and reflect them right because he's going through and he flips by a channel that's the music thing that Coldplay will be in at the end he talks about trisha the talk show that at the end it'll be the woman who sleeps with her husband who's still a zombie then he goes through all the news channels and that's when we see the news channels doing the exact same stuff even getting a woman with a baby on her talking about a guy stumbling out and just the way the dialogue is 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 changing between each channel right like, right 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 like e- eating their brains and like it's yeah, going yeah. between different it's so well, that's smart. coming up but yeah this one is just setting up the channels or whatever uh and yeah he's trying to sell them on the digital package and just as he starts to notice something's going on and this news is out of the area uh the noel comes and interrupts again yes kevin uh that guy is in fact in um black mirror White Christmas. I'm trying to remember what episode he is, right? Pa- White Christmas. White Christmas yeah. Right. He's the one in John with John Hamm. That's uh, a great episode. Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. What John Hamm. One of the rare ones I've seen. Uh, Baby Driver. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait a minute. Are these in a shared universe connection? Oh, my wow. God. Wow. John Hamm also in the White House American Summer TV show on Netflix. Wow. One, one thing yeah. I also didn't notice. One thing I didn't notice pulling down this. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm talking listen, about everybody. Listen. I could sit here and talk to you. I could give you an answer. I know it's not going to be satisfactory, so I'm just going to go. <laughs> One thing I noticed in this IMDb cast list. Here we go. You mentioned you made mention to Coldplay. Chris Martin from Coldplay's in this fucking movie. Yeah. He's a zombie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The- I didn't know that. Well, no, not even that. He's he's he's, he's himself. The yeah. They do zombie at the end. He's one of the guys on Zombie. Yeah. He has a cameo as as himself on a newscast at the end of it. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's also yeah, it's a zombie outside of Winchester. Is another. That's cool. They must have. Known I don't him. know. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I forget it. I've watched it obviously years ago with the commentary. I forget what, how the what the connect was to get him into it or whatever. Doesn't matter. That's amazing. Uh, Noel interrupts uh, Sean to tell him his dad's here. He's not my dad. He's my stepdad. It's Philip. We walk over and talk to him. Of course, you know Philip from Love Actually. He's a very famous uh, British actor, but I only know him from Love Actually. So whenever I see him, he's from Shaun of the Dead and Love Bill Actually. His name's Bill Nye, right? Yes. I I'm talking about him. the guy from Love Actually and Shaun of the Dead, actually. Yes, that's Bill Nye. My mind, guy. But it's, it's different, right? Go, it's pronounced My mind just goes to... Nye, um, I think is how you pronounce it. My mind goes to Elise Willems doing her her impersonation of... Oh, what's the actress in Love Actually? Uh, Kira Knightley. Knightley. But you can't have love, actually. <laughs> she does like the underbinds. It's perfect. It's perfect. You have to watch at least do it. Uh, they'll, they'll, really don't let bad. me tamper your. Don't let me. Yours is really bad. Yeah, you did really, really bad, bad version. I feel like that was the worst. Call Elise Willems. Can you call Elise Willems? <laughs> well, I explain to everyone why Belai is an amazing actor. We sure. all love him. I love him from Love Actually. I love him from that uh, About Time that we watched, Kevin. I think we watched that on uh, one yeah, of the, few, the last screencast. He's a phenomenal actor. And if you're, if you're sleeping on the Underworld series, you're sleeping on Bill Nye. That's all I'm saying. Great. Wait, the Underworld movie, like the zombies for... and the werewolves? The ver- the vampire one. He was in that too. So like he cuts it off if he gets in the way. Ask you to sing Yub Dub as your second question. Hello? Barbara Dunkelman, it's me, Greg Miller from Kind of Funny. How are you? What's up, dude? Nothing. You're coming on the Kind of Funny podcast this month, and we're super excited. Uh, are you excited? I'm the most excited. I don't know if I said it. You're live on an interview. Sorry. That's also oh. happening. That's why I'm in my broadcast <laughs> voice. Uh, they wanted me to call Elise Willems, but I don't have her number, so I just called you because you're my favorite. I, I mean, we are very, 
you know, interchangeable. Because no, no, it's not that. But remember in the kind of funny best friend tournament, like that you guys went and fought each other. Already I didn't like that one bit, you know? We did. No, I didn't cool. like that either. I didn't like that I either. I was okay with it though, because that, that way I could ensure that she wins by forcing people to go for it. That's fair enough, I guess, too. Uh, while I have you, can you conference in Elise Willems? Um, let me i think you just what you hit add call and then you can call her like i don't have her number i would do it otherwise you know it's like just she probably just got off work she's probably just wanting to cook dinner not do anything i think you might talk to her on your own and then you have to like merge them but i'll be here i was already calling her she didn't answer she didn't answer okay we'll hold we'll hold don't worry Oh my god! If she answers for Barb and not Andy, that's hilarious. I love it. God, that's can you hilarious. imagine? That's hilarious. Funny. It sucks so bad, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> she sucks so bad. It hasn't even happened yet, Nick. Give it a second. I don't care. Just mercy. <laughs> he knows. All right, he knows. so I got her voicemail. Damn. All right, fine. She's probably dead. That sucks. Y'all what do you? Well, no. I mean, like, if she was recording, she would just answer. Look, I'm calling people in the middle of recording. It's easy. <laughs> yeah, it's really, you know, it's just simple to do. All right, Barb. We'll see you at the end of the month. We love you. The rich. All right, I love you. All right, bye. The rich. Shot of the dead. So uh, Phillips in there, and you know he very standoffish here. We know he's a stepdad. Uh, he reminds uh, Sean, of course, please, you know, bring uh, the posies or you know, bring flowers, not just some corner store posies like you forgot to bring on Mother's Day. He's obviously reminding him to do all this. Sean is not having it. Sean is pissed off that this conversation's even existing. But you can also tell that Sean's a fuck up and has forgotten and fucked up these mother visits quite a bit. You buy monthly visit. I can't do a good uh, uh, Bill Nye impression. Uh, he leaves and then Noel immediately is on Sean giving him shit like this ain't a social gathering he's like why can't you know why can you, you have your dad show up and I can't take phone calls and he's like it's not that uh, you know well, I, I unlike you I don't find it hard to separate my work and social life at which point the phone rings obviously uh, well, not obviously but you've seen the film uh, and another uh, employee says it's Liz on the phone he takes the phone of course I should have mentioned when we, when we were leaving Liz left a message of they needed to push the dinner uh, with all, all the fish um we here though uh same same thing happens she calls him at work to make sure he got the message to make sure he knows when he makes his reservation to push it sean of course trying not to look weak in front of this kid because he cares for some reason but this is all he's got uh, he's like uh-huh yeah uh-huh blah uh-huh yeah blah just lives from home office nothing to worry about uh hangs up and we end sean's day there uh from there it's him you going to it on you you got yeah, red on you. Yeah, I got a great point. Yeah, I forgot the red on you, which of course is one of the first callbacks in the film. Um, and yeah, Noel did it, and then uh, Phil, Philip does it. Anyways, uh, from here we go to the flower shop after work where Sean's buying the flowers for his mom. Uh, he gets two choices for the card, picks a wonderful mom. Uh, while this happens, while she starts bagging it up, he looks outside and there's what looks to be a homeless man about to eat a pigeon. Bus goes by. Uh, we lose sight of the man with the pigeon and stuff. So again, they're doing all these things on the bus. home. Even- yeah. I love these little small hints of of horror. Totally. You start to see it unraveling, right? Uh, On the bus home, yeah, you see people starting to, like, slouch over in their chairs, looking gross, looking sick or whatever. Uh, Sean has to get off early because there's a traffic jam where (laughs) there's been some kind of accident. You see a lot of commotion, a lot of people outside of their cars. Just as Sean gets close enough to kind of understand if something was going on or what's going on, uh, Yvonne uh, shows up. This is what we were talking about earlier. Again, someone he knows super well. Uh, obviously, as we know from this movie or will later on, the counterpart, right? The other version of Sean. She's just bought a house, very adult. She's on her way to, you know, being a real adult, quote unquote, right? However, he's still with Liz. At least somebody made it. They're surviving. We've already made these references. And at the very end of their conversation, when obviously, 
oh, he's like, oh, we just had our anniversary. Oh, did you do anything special? And it all clicks for Sean. We get one shot wide of them with in the background, the, like them like putting the paddles to someone in the car because obviously this person's probably succumbed to zombiness. This is when Sean realizes he's fucked up. He rushes home in uh, flowers immediately into the sink, him immediately thing immediately onto the phone uh, while it rings to the place that does all the fish. Uh, Ed is there to ask, you know, aren't you going to thank me? Thank you for what? Thank you for what? I tied it up. Doesn't look that tidy. I had a few beers when I finished. Uh, <laughs> they, he's still on hold or whatever. He picks up like Mauricio's and he's like, oh, can I put uh, Put some on hold. Uh, you know, your, your mom rang about you coming over tomorrow. Liz rang about uh, you eating out tonight and then your mom rang back about me eating her out tonight what phone <laughs> God, answers yeah. uh great stuff uh phone answers, and also it's like it's great stuff and it's this is like one of those things that's such a weird t- uh, interesting touch i isn't a weird one of like ed so is that college friend you know what i mean like he so oh, yeah. is your oh, yeah. somebody i would have lived with in, or in been in the antlers with you know what i mean it's so, like i see especially now being removed from watching this film over and over and over again when i was in college and lived at the Antler house and now being an adult dealing with adult shit all the time like you see the the push and pull everywhere sean's lost in the water uh phone gets answered by the or the restaurant guy comes back from being on hold sean begs for a table sorry i just gave away the last one sean hangs up I, he he bites the the uh, the <laughs> receiver and the noise is like imprinted in my brain the way it sounds the in his teeth on it just the fully yeah, 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 yeah. and then i love this it's one of those things where i think i always in movies, whenever somebody is like, oh, well, they have to lie on the spot and they can't fucking do it. You know me. I lie all the goddamn time to everyone in my life. I'm a, I'm a genius at it. But I love how quickly it happens where he's biting it and then the phone rings and he picks it up and it's Liz. And he hasn't he hasn't even had time yet to think in this scene about what he would actually say here. Right. So he just comes clean of like, it's there's been a mix up about the table. You didn't book it, did you? No where should we go oh, there was a brief conversation about what to do without this fish place of course ed suggests the winchester they don't do it and then he's you know ed runs over does the w he says the winchester she hangs up then it's another like we're talking about these fast cuts and these edits right him grabbing the flowers out of the thing grabs his whatever and then he's out the door and then he's over at liz's ringing the doorbell uh this is uh david and diane upstairs uh accepting the call uh sean wanting to come up them saying no do you want me to climb the terrace i'll climb the terrace uh we get it from them up there listening as he tries to climb the terrace and then he buzzes again i can't get up the terrace <laughs> they let him in there and then we're off to the races with uh the liz and sean break up here as they go back and forth and liz lays into him and how he's all talk he doesn't actually do anything right uh you said you'd quit smoking i can quit anytime uh you said you'd uh you know uh, we you'd give up uh you'd drink you'd drink red wine with me instead of beer and eh, said you'd work out eh, you know what i mean we no more smoking we should, that was the first one, yeah. Yeah, uh, he throws the I like important that he throws it because it's into the callback later where she saved the package. I can quit anytime, yeah. He, yeah. he throws them in an apartment, yeah, yeah, or the garbage bin. Yeah. Uh, then, yeah. Uh, so and he gives her the flowers. This is the best part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, gives her the so, flowers. Yeah. She's like, "To the best mom ever, huh?" And he goes, "Oh." <gasps> <laughs> well, what I love about it actually, yeah, is like it's actually the before then, right? Of them, they have this explosive argument where Sean's desperately trying to do it. He, you know, when she's, he's like, I can give up any time. He throws him in the bin, and then what were the, what was the next one? He's already forgotten what she said to him and why she's mad and what it was confronted about, right? Mm-hmm. She storms off, and that's when Dave was like, Well, I'd say your nine lives are up, and he's like, Shut up, you know what I mean? He does yeah. the whole thing, and it's like he, we establish here, of course, that David has a crush on her and Liz, and he's always been waiting in the wings. Well, that'll blow up later. What then, if that- yeah, fantastic character i i love him being like this antagonist because he's just like you hate him immediately 
Like, oh yeah, yeah, it yeah. Takes, like three words of him talking, you're just like, fuck this guy. And it's just like, I love that even when you have such a fuck up, like Simon Pegg's character. Yeah. Uh, it's like with that guy, you're like, well, I'm still rooting for Sean here at all times. Yeah. And this is, you know, during the fight, this is one though. I thought one of the best lines. Yeah. Too. Of like, what he's like, we can go out with them or whatever. And, and Liz is like, what a failed actress and a twat. That's not true. Harsh words. Yours, not mine. I did not call Diane a failed actress. Hard stop. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, the explosion explosions over. He goes back in there, hands the flowers to a wonderful mom. These are for your mom, aren't they? And he like, again, Sean tries to come up with a line. He's like, yeah. And she just passes it off and she lays it out. Right. Of like, I just feel like if I don't do something with my life, I'm going to end up like all those sad fuckers drinking their lives away in the Winchester. And Sean just goes, what do you mean do something? And then hard cut to him back outside of the house, dejected, steps outside, rain starts, just Charlie Browning it, right? Of like how bad his day's going. Um, from there, yeah, it's off to the Winchester with Ed, right? To drink, drink it all away. And so they're sitting there, you know, mourning all of this stuff and everything that's gone on or whatever. Uh, this is the, you know, a couple, there's a bunch of great lines of stuff going on here, right? Uh, but this is, yeah, the the first one of the the uh, jukebox being on random, right? As it play, <laughs> plays the sad song and all the stuff and laying it if all out. If you leave me now. <laughs> you take me Who put that on? It's on random. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but even before then, because that'll be the cut to jump on it. He's like, John, yes, please. Uh, you know, it's laying it out right he, he won't he doesn't want to he won't smoke the cigarette and he because he did you know blah, blah, blah. So it's him trying to make his change and all this different stuff and uh then it is into this drinking montage right of them going through and just getting bombed or whatever uh man i might have maybe it's actually before them but then it is she you know she'll she didn't want to be in here drinking her life away like these sad fuckers and he's like sad fuckers these are some interesting characters at which point he goes around and makes stories up right about snake hips about cafe ole <laughs> poor, poor toi uh and laying all that out and then you know john and bernice behind the bar of course uh that uh they're london mafia you know uh, john handy with a blade bernice the trophy wife uh big al says it's true big al also says dogs can't look up uh while it's sitting all, there it's all, it's all those little meta stories those meta jokes totally. that they have inside there where they bring it back up and and it becomes kind of a story that you know as well because you yeah. feel like you're kind of in that group it, it's just so funny how like you we didn't understand what the source of, you know, Al says that dogs can't look up. But then by the third time we hear it, you we're know, like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so great. And it's the same way, too, of like, you know, Snake Hips is given like two seconds there. Right. Uh, polygamist or whatever, you know, right, sitting right, there smoking right. a cigarette. And like it took me multiple viewings, even watching all the time to realize when. Uh, Liz is like, but we are getting close to the Winchester, right? Yeah, and he looks through and he sees those children eating that, eating a person. It's snake, it's snake hips. It's his boots there at yeah. the end that are all was shiny. Was it children like, or was it all close. women? I thought they were kids, but uh, it would make more sense narratively if they were women. But I can't, yeah. you know, I mean, they're zombies. Oh, I yeah, because polygamous, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it also could be as all his children. Who knows? Um... Anyways, that's established there. And then, so then Ed has this great line, right? Of like, listen, I'm not going to say all the cliches. There's, you know, there's many fish in the sea. I'm just going to say, it's not the end of the world. And then, boom, right up against the thing, the zombie like slowly banging. And John just says, sorry, we're closed. And it, it leaves. And they're like, pisshead or whatever they say. Uh, from there, it's, they leave drunk. There's a little sign, of course, like every bar, you know, please respect our neighbors or whatever. They don't. They come out singing. The first time I had ever heard that song, I immediately got it on a fucking live wire or whatever that one was. Yeah, exactly. So good. 
Yeah. See, that was the thing that got me too, because I had known that song. Obviously, I think cocaine jokes are hilarious. And yeah. so when they started singing that and they <laughs> look over and it's just, uh, oh God, I was like, these guys are geniuses and they just get me. Yeah. And so, yeah, they run into zombie, then they go home, they start blasting electrode or whatever. Uh, they're drunk and uh, weird side hats and all this shit. Uh, Pete comes down, throws the record out the window. It's Saturday. No, it's not. It's fucking Sunday. And I have to go to work because every other fucker in my department. Now do you see why I'm so fucking pissed off? Yeah. And he's using I, his I, hands I, a lot. As they are walking out drunk, I just wanted to make mention of like the, the couple making out and then oh, like, sure, yeah, turn yeah. around the head fall. Like so fucked up. It's so gruesome. Also, uh, you know, one, again, Right, right, right. Are you talking about the couple? No, I was gonna go. What I want to talk about the couple, back. just for the couple, and then I'll get out of your way. Uh, when they when they leave, I never understood this before because I'm not British. Uh, Ed says something to the effect of like when he sees them necking over there, like what you uh, what what did you forget your tea? What you didn't get your tea? And I was like, what does that have to do with anything? And when Lu- Lucy saw me, she looked at me when we were watching last night. She's like, do you understand that tea also means dinner? And I was like, oh, I did not understand that. Okay, mm. cool, Kevin. Wow. Back. Oh, I was going to say, when he walked into the Winchester, he threw the flowers away in the garbage, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which comes back later. later, and it's just like, I, I, I think, think these are for me. Yeah, yeah, of course. Greg, Greg, Greg what, what is tea time? What could it dinner. also be? It, oh, can, it, it can be dinner, dinner or the drink. Speaking Wait. of dinner, ladies and gentlemen, there this episode is brought to you by Green Chef. Green Chef is the first USDA-certified organic meal kit company. Uh, Green Chef makes eating well, easy, and affordable with plans to fit every lifestyle, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, or just looking to eat healthier, Green Chef is where you want to look. Ain't that right, Kev? Yep. Yes, it is. Ingredients come pre-measured, perfectly portioned, and mostly prepped, so you can spend less time stressing and more time enjoying these delicious home-cooked meals. Kev's been doing this. Uh, He gets the vegetarian option because his wife, Paula, is vegetarian. But like I said earlier, there's so many different plans out there for everybody, um, and you should check it out what's right for you green chef is the most sustainable meal kit offsetting 100 percent of its direct carbon emissions and plastic packaging in every box which g is really excited about she's always talking about that i'm sure at some point i've told you guys about the nightmare she has about landfills anyways shout out to green chef i don't know if i've heard that one for making sure that she she like literally bursts into tears sometimes it's really 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 weird uh yeah. you can go to greenchef.com slash morning show 90 and use code MORNINGSHOW90 to get $90 off, including free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash MORNINGSHOW90. And use code MORNINGSHOW90 to get $90 off, including free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. And also, shout out to Gabby. We're all looking for ways to save money, especially now. So let me ask you this. How would you like to keep an extra $961 a year in your pocket? That's how much Gabby customers save per year on average on car and home insurance. Uh, So I often thought about maybe I'm not saving as much money as I could when it comes to my insurance and stuff. I looked at Gabby. It just links to your current insurance. It uh, judges it against all the other insurance providers, and it lets you know what you should be transitioning to. Luckily, I didn't need to. But now I have a lot of peace of mind, and that's what matters most. You just link your current insurance account, and in just minutes, you'll be able to see quotes for the exact same coverage you currently have. Like I mentioned earlier, Gabby customers save $961 per year on average. That's fantastic. Uh, You're probably overpaying on car and home insurance. See how much Gabby can save you. It's totally free to check, and there's no obligation. Go to gabi.com slash morning show. That's gabby.com slash morning show. Gabby.com slash morning show. Back to it. 
So uh, while Pete's screaming at them and, you know, not liking everybody, uh, and he, 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 we, we establish again, right? I assume it is Liz who did the dumping. I think that might be afterwards, but I'm tossing in there all the same. Uh, he has a bite on his, or he has a bandage on his hand. At which point, what's up with your hand? And he's like, I got mugged by a bunch of crackheads on the way home. And one of them bit me. Why would he bite you? I don't know. I didn't stop to ask them. The establishment of him being bitten now, right? Also the establish of, you know, that, Sean, your life's in the shitter and this isn't helping and this isn't the way to do it. And the front door was open again. I shouldn't point that. We missed that the first time too. But again, you've seen the fucking movie from the very first conversation that the door is open. This is what they keep be doing, right? So, uh, you know, Pete goes back to bed. Uh, Ed goes off pissed off. And Sean uh, stumbles into the kitchen and writes on the board, right, his to-do list. Uh, go, to, go to his mom's. Get Liz back. Sort life out. Uh, he f- passes out. Lights change. He snaps back awake, all hungover and, and shit, right, and sees it immediately on the thing. This is your objectives, right, like a video game. Uh, he stumbles out of the kitchen. Ed's on the couch. He, he's like, I'm going to the shop. You need a thing. Ed wants a Cornetto. Uh, of course, the wrap-up ice cream you get out of the freezer case um he then stumbles outside and again we we the viewer not a hungover sean in the scene or just fuck about sean in the scene uh, immediately notice everything's similar but also not people are stumbling shambling through the streets they're already zombies uh you know uh sean's walking through that somebody runs by him as in the first scene of course but they are not running for fun they are running for their lives uh you know the the car that was being washed the day before is all smashed and covered in blood but still similar enough he stumbles stumbles into the store nelson's store goes to do the normal thing of picking up the diet coke and getting the regular coke when he opens it there's bloody hand prints on the uh, glass he turns around and slips in some blood you also see him walk over there's no papers he calls out for nelson for papers but of course the world there's frantic message in a foreign language on the speakers uh he puts down his money he shortchanged nelson starts shambling out as well he's like i owe you whatever 15 quid goes it's, back it's all so unsettling the the music the it's, it's so well it's done, they set too. the tone so great during all of this i'm like i'm immediately uncomfortable you know i don't love scary movies and this is like one of my favorite movies of all time it's more of a, it's way more of a comedy than it's a horror movie but but, I, you, but I still get freaked a, out still that's get freaked such a out. hard tone to nail right andy to yeah. your point like the line between comedy and actual horror is like they're that's those two are pretty far apart on the spectrum of like genres and movie making so to be able to actually um combine those perfectly in a scene like this where it is very unsettling but also you're laughing because how many days have you been where you're just in your own head and you're not oh, totally to anything you just walk through and you like you could legitimately walk by a zombie apocalypse and be like i don't know i'm up my own ass right now i can't even tell what's going on around me. and again that's what you know back to the not foreshadowing even but the world they painted the picture of of being a zombie and just going through life whether you're the people stuck at the bus stop or the people yeah, on exactly. the bus whether not you're sean end. right who is just like languishing and wasting his life for all intents and purposes uh but my favorite is when he he goes past the now zombified zombified homeless guy who's got his hands out and he's like oh, i didn't even have enough for the shop right yeah <laughs> like you know <laughs> what i mean just totally in his own head up his own ass like you said and you see as he goes into his house you see the shambling uh uh, uh guy the guy from before the guy in the wedding with now one arm who, who we'll see in a second uh he goes in uh he as soon as he comes in the, he, the house he can't find ed and then ed is in the window and there's a girl in the garden what in the garden there's a girl uh they go out there and it's the checker I, from the beginning just standing out there yeah nick this scene is so i totally forgot about this when i yeah. this last time watching it and they're looking and it's just intense 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 and he goes 
she's so drunk yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah they yeah. don't get it they just do not get what's going right, on right yeah, yeah, yeah i remember so, laughing yeah, out loud in the, in the theater during that part of like that's <laughs> so perfectly done and so yeah she shambles over to him to them right and they're playing it very you know funny like it's just a drunk woman she grabs for sean falls oh, on i think top she of likes him. you <laughs> yeah right uh, rather camera. than rather than help ed runs off and he's like one second hold on run, comes back out with the, the old fucking point click and uh wine cameras yeah, he's like, hey, and he t- they turn her head and they both look at the camera. He takes the f- picture, right? Uh, he eventually pops back up. She pops back up and he's like, listen, I'm going to get physical. This is your life. All right. And he shoves her and she stumbles all the way back and falls over onto what would be what? Like where you put a, a, a well, uh, I mean, anything. It's an like umbrella. an umbrella stand. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And it goes through her stomach uh, and they both sit there freaked out and then even get more freaked out as she comes up. She is, of course, a reanimated corpse. She, she pulls herself back up and, and, you know, we get the CG looking through the center of the hole in her chest at them and then the payoff to the camera joke is ed just without even doing anything just starts whining the camera again sean knocks it out of his hand at this point that, our second yeah, that, zombie that, gets that introduced whole sequence is so great just because of ed's fate or what is that his name ed mm-hmm. the character ed, is ed he's nick yeah, frost, frost yeah. yeah i just love nick Frost's face the whole time like as she falls on that thing he just has this face that will not change <laughs> like what because obviously we look at uh, simon peck and he's just like holy fuck and ed is just like it's such a good look and it stays the whole time until you see it through the fucking hole in her body it's so great and this scene Uh, that we're about to get right here with the the records being thrown i just love so much because it's so classic edgar wright where it like it's just the perfect thing for these characters to be doing in this moment and the dialogue is so funny of like choosing which ones to throw which one's not yeah yeah, yeah. what do you got you guys know that i very seldom have criticisms of movie that i quote unquote love right like i've never soundtrack guy. Mm-hmm. The fucking part where he's like the Batman soundtrack, throw it. I was like, I'm done with this movie. How <laughs> dare you? How dare you? Before then, they do go back into the house where they Sean calls nine one one over and over again, and it's engaged. And uh, he, Ed, Ed keeps going down the list: police, an ambulance, a fire truck. It's all one number, Ed, and it's engaged. <laughs> and so he's like, "What do we do? Have a sit down?" And they sit down and watch TV, where they get the news reporter talking about what's going on, right? And he, of course, says, "Hey, if you're at home, make sure all uh, windows and doors are locked." And they have that slow realization as they look at each other that they never shut the door, and at that time of course our one-armed groom has walked into the thing uh they get up they start panicking and throwing things and you know pushing them around uh, eventually uh you know when nothing that they're throwing works including their video game controller uh ed picks up an ashtray and smashes oh, it into the dude's head yeah. collapsing the zombie there and he has a <sighs> and, and, and so he sits back down right oh, no no he doesn't actually they then gesture back to the tv this is when it says you know destroy the head or remove the brain uh this is the zombies also break through the glass at this point so they go back outside with a laundry basket equipped with toasters and things kevin uh just quick question was this proof that sean was the one that was leaving the door open because they went out to the, through the back right to the backyard i think it's so, both of them okay I think they both have the same thing where it's like they're both fuck ups and they both leave the door open. It's just not on their mind. Uh, So, yeah, they go back outside with all these different things. They start throwing them at the zombies. Uh, They eventually run out of everything. And, yeah, they pick up the record throw. That's the first time I ever bought. Throws it. It gets the fat zombie in the head. They go. They bring back all the other records. They'd already referenced it. What about the shed? The shed's locked. It's always locked. They go through the way he busts through is so funny. Yeah, then he then he's like, fuck this, I'm going to the shed, and he just jumps through the door, the fucking decrepit door. And it comes out with uh, you know, a cricket bat for uh for Sean, uh, a shovel for Ed. Uh, which we want the girl, the bloke, 
first one, they switch sides and they come up and just beat the fuck out of these things and just crush their heads over and over and over again with all these zombie gurgles and noises or whatever. And from this incredibly graphic beatdown scene, then we're met to them on the couch covered in blood and eating his Coronetto. And this is another you got red on you. Uh, this is, of course, then when they watch the you know TV some more to get more information, destroy the head, remove the brain, uh, you know, stay stay where you are, blah, blah, blah. And they start hatching a plan of what they need to do, right? And uh, the, the idea is, oh, shit, what about mom? Oh, shit, what about Liz? Um, and so they go through their plans with the, the slice of fried gold plan options, which I love, uh, of course, settling on that they're going to go, if where, where can, where, where's safe, where's secure, where can I smoke? And they remember the Winchester, <laughs> obviously, after running through the restaurant it keeps getting closer kill phil kill you know what i mean like as they run through shortening the plan and doing all this different stuff uh and they do the yeah boy and hit the their shit together uh so they're ready to go uh they want to take uh, pete's car his keys are still here is pete still here they call for pete a few times they can't they don't hear him eventually oh a prick He's not here. Uh, so it's this psych up to do it, right? Oh, and then I, I skipped over to them calling everybody. Liz is, Liz is engaged. That was quick. The yeah. number's busy. Another great line. Uh, then they call over to, yeah, mom's house, Barbara's house. Uh, you know, Philip got uh, accosted outside. They were a bit bitey. Oh, God. And like the concern from Sean that, and eventually Ed, but the concern from Sean that his mom got bit. Oh, no, it's just Philip. Oh, okay. And then, is Barbara okay? Uh, they bit, we might have to kill Philip. Oh, okay. And then, <laughs> yeah, we're coming to get you, Barbara, the great Night of Living Dead callback line. Oh, good. Um, you know, they're psyching themselves to go. And then, you know, uh, I got to take, I'm going to take a wee. Uh, Simon Pegg, Sean goes up there. He takes the piss, shuts the mirror, sees uh, uh, Pete behind him. Of course, takes off his badge too, as he's kind of like leaving that life behind. Sees Pete up there, opens the thing. Pete did turn, turn into a zombie there in the old bathtub. Uh, they come down. Uh, Simon Pegg, or Sean again. I don't know. I'm sorry. I love the, the sunburn on Pete, by the way. Oh, yeah. I didn't even notice like, it. Yeah, because Pete has been standing in that same position in the mm. tub in the shower the whole time. So when he walks oh. out, like half of his side is super red. Oh, shit. I never noticed I that. Never that's, noticed that. that's cool. Uh, uh, so, yeah, uh, they come downstairs and Sean again now lost in his head after seeing Pete up there. I also skipped the other great thing, too, of him looking through the mail slot of like, maybe it's not that bad. And he's like, well, how many zombies are out there? And he shuts it. Don't say that. Don't we, say don't, that. We, we don't say that word. <laughs> the what? Z word. The Z word. It's ridiculous. Well, how many <laughs> are there? But are there any? He looks at, he's like, no, maybe it's not that bad. And the other great thing. Oh, no, there they are. As he just looks through his right, there's like a sea of zombies or whatever. Uh, so this then they, you know, Sean comes down, though, this time. They've been psyched up in the moment. Sean's now off kilter. And they open the door in a very befuddled way, go out there. Ed gets confused, uh, sets off the alarm. All the zombies start coming. The kid from earlier is there as a zombie soccer player. Uh, they eventually get, you know, he pushes them. They get in the car. They shut the doors. They peel out did, as uh, Pete leaves the thing. I did think there would be another line of callback to you're dead. Um, oh, to the kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. The, the, yeah, when Sean gets the ball kicked at him on the first walk, he says you're dead yeah. to the kid. Um, also, the, I do love the thing of... Uh, when uh, Pete is in the shower and Sean realizes, like, oh, okay, we're going to go. Well, we might go to the pub later. You know, like enough of that cues in Pete's head or whatever, maybe to get him to the pub later. I love that idea. Uh, anyways, though, they peel out, they take off. Uh, they're blasting music because that's how uh, Ed loves to drive and do everything. They're cutting through the streets. We get to see, uh, you know, London in disarray, or at least this burb of London in disarray as people are being wheeled out. Families are being torn apart. Zombies are coming back in every way, shape, and form. And while they're trying to, <laughs> they have it on the actual news before they put in a tape. How about something better? Put in a tape and it's blasting and they're doing, and then they hit somebody and it turns out it's a zombie. Oh, thank 
thank God for that. They came <laughs> yeah, out again that, from there, I love right? That cut. It's just a when moment. He wakes like, back oh, up. Thank oh. God for that. <laughs> oh, thank God for that. Uh, they peel out of there. They go to Barbara and Phillips, where the Jag is in the driveway, uh, half washed from where the uh, guys got him. And as they pull up, you know, there's a like, yeah, there's so much. There's so much great characterization here, but I love from Nick Frost's performance here where he rolls on the window and like literally as soon as the window clears, he's out and he goes, Whoo, you know, whistles, which I can't do. And goes, oh, what a pr- who's a pretty boy and talks about how much he loves that Jag or whatever and how, you know, in, in, in uh, 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 Sean's like, no, like I once left a half of a Mars bar in the glove compartment. And he chased me around the garden with a bit of wood. <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> you can't whistle? No. Huh. <sighs> Like I can't you like whistle it. like he was. Right. Yeah, game. but like yeah, I mean, like watch the scene. Like he's like, whew, like he like is. Every, he, everybody is like. A, let's, let's try to whistle all five. Uh, Kevin, you go first. No, I don't want to. I'll go second. Go first, Kevin. <laughs> whistle first. <laughs> no, nah, I don't want to. I'll go after Nick. Go whistle Nick. and say, "Who's the pretty boy?" <laughs> Who's the pretty boy? Tim. <laughs> I can't whistle. You can't whistle. It I looks like it looks like a non whistler. The non-whistlers are outnumbering the whistlers. The, the closest I can do is. That's a whistle. That's a whistle. But that's sucking in. I can't change. Wait, you it. suck like, in. Like, it's moments yeah. like this where I, I go to my, I say to myself, why do I allow these people to make fun of me for being inverted when I play games when you can't even freaking whistle? Nick. You idiots can't even whistle. I can't. Wait, you can't, can't whistle either. Shit? Just me no. and Nick. Wow. wow. Yeah. I'm the who it. sucks for more. Look at your company. I know. Yeah. I'm in terrible company. I know. So what rather than everybody mean? go in the house, <laughs> rather than go in the house, <laughs> uh, and you know, immediately he's like, you know what? Why don't I stay out here? Any trouble? Beep beep beep. Bump beep the horn three times. You know what I mean? He's like, all right, fine, whatever. Uh, he goes inside. You know, don't forget to kill Philip. And he trips as he gets, uh, you know, off thing. They go in there. Uh, you know, immediately he, Sean's greeted by his mom, Barbara, who wants to cook him sandwiches and get him some tea and all this stuff. And he's like, yeah, it's fine, whatever, mom. Uh, Phillips in fully there. prepared to kill Philip. Fully prepared. I love yeah. all of this yeah. sequence. Slow walking in, yeah, trying yeah. not to alarm Barbara, but Barbara, I'm going to kill Philip. So like, I'm just really, really cautious. And then Philip yeah. is not dead. Turns out, yeah, he's not zombie yet. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm so sorry, Philip. For what did you do for this what? time? <laughs> and he's like, what's that? cricket bat you bring it oh is that for the jumble yeah i have a bunch of your toys upstairs uh, i took those the i threw them at the bin or whatever he's like oh like sean, sean immediately from dead the pissed off his toys got thrown away like oh and so yeah it, you know it, 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 there's this then this back and forth of course barbara's already called the doctor philip's not happy about that i ran it under a cold tap it's all much overblown nonsense <laughs> don't worry about it yada 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 uh you know uh, sean goes back he's trying to get it you know philip just to stay behind he goes into the kitchen with his mom mom how much do you love philip and again we get this whole thing of the step father relationship that for what is it 17 years is you know that they've been uh together sean's uh been against him the entire time just annoyed by him or whatever do we have to go through this again mom i didn't want to tell you this but philip touched me on several occasions yeah and then she just stops cutting and turns around and looks at she just looks at him and he goes that that was a lie yeah Yeah. and she's like you have to get over the fact that you have to get over the fact that like you know philip is my husband and we're together and philip comes in yeah sean it's time to be a man yada 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 and so but as he does this be a man thing we then get the cut of sean walking out and dragging his like cricket bat all stoically and sad behind him and they get outside where uh phil and barbara go to get in the car 
bar. Uh, we have a conversation with Ed. Uh, I love the Barbara's like, my, how you've grown. He's like, no, yeah. <laughs> like totally flirt, you know, just flirting with Barbara all the time. Uh, so and, inappropriate. And, and so we're going to different cars. We're going to go right, get, go get Liz. Uh, and then he's like, where's the car? And he's like, oh yeah, about that. And he turns and you fucking it totally got in an accident with the car already. He's like, I thought we could all just take the Jag or whatever. And he's like, oh, all right, fine. Phil, and as he turns around to talk to Philip, the more zombies are moving. And he's like, Philip, look out. Uh, they get him. They bite him on the neck real bad. Sean slides over the car, has the cricket bat, knocks them off, gets them away. Yeah, big old chunk. Big old chunk. Yeah, big old chunk. Man. Yeah, he's not coming back oh. from this. You know how it is. It's funny. Uh, nothing... I was going to say, ahead. these zombies are like so, so slow, but somehow... They're, like when they need to, they're just fast enough to like rip you apart. They're that's right a Romero there. zombie movie, man. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like that's totally the thing. And I love how this movie plays with that of like, it's not that hard. You know what I mean? Like, especially when Sean goes uh, into and out of when Liz's place, he's beating the fuck the, out of everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then at the very, yeah, of course outside the Winchester and like a break in logic where they're able to get away, but it doesn't matter. Um, it's fun. Uh, you know, give me the keys. You're not driving this car. Give me the keys. Gets everybody. Yeah. Nick. Is there anything more off-putting in any form of media than somebody biting a chunk off of someone's oh. skin and having the sort of tendril, the, the like muscle yeah. thing pull the skin pull away? That is yeah. always that always gets me every single time. They yeah, do. same Nick. Same. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, so they pile into the car. Uh, Phil, you know, uh, Barbara's pushing uh, uh, napkins uh, to Kleenex back to fill up like uh, the, those mom tissues that every mom has and every grandmother has. She's giving them off to him and he's holding the thing over there. Uh, the music's way too loud. Ed's driving like a jackass. Philip's screaming for it to be turned down and Ed is just ignoring it. And then finally Barbara's like, it is a bit loud. He's like, sorry, Barbara. It turns it, it, turns it down perfectly. Uh, they, you know, he's driving like a maniac, of course. Uh, they get over to Liz's place, pull up there, and then, you know, uh, they stay, The Barbara and Phil stay in the car with Ed. Uh, 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 Sean goes to get out, but the child locks her on. Safety first, Sean. And he goes out through the roof, gets down, and he tries to do the hanging. And Ed's like, yeah, I got it. The beep, beep thing, got it. He peels off. Sean goes and it approaches. You know, he rings the bell while he's ringing, while he's waiting. The zombies make their way, and we get another, we, this is, our, you know, another shot, pairing, uh, parroting the first, or, you know, uh, parroting the first, I guess, of uh, David and Diana up there listening, right? And by the time they actually listen, it's just groans and noises, and then we see Sean crawl up to the window on the other side. We let me in. He's able to finally get himself in this time. He comes in, you know, why are you even here? Blah, 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 blah. This isn't about us. This is about survival. We're going to the Winchester. You've been to a lock-in. Yeah, several. And she's like pissed off about it. <laughs> uh, uh, and they're going to go there. It's got a big heavy door. It's got all these things. You know, there's a gun above the bar. Surely it's deactivated. Yeah, you know. What's a uh, lock-in? So, okay. What's a lock-in? I've never done one for a bar, but in school, what a lock-in would be is like a slumber party where you'd go there and like they lock the door would be the idea. Like you're locked oh. in a place and you, you play, as a kid, you played games and you watch movies Sounds and shit like that. Weird. That's yeah. what I assumed it was, uh, Greg, but I, you know, maybe there is a different thing in Britain that I'm just not sure of. If only uh, we had a resident English person living with you that you could I'll, I'll, hold on, we'll, we'll slack loose and see if she's available. Because I'm yeah, like, like, I don't like I, scream and Greg, run her show. Like, Greg, I've been to several lock-ins. Like we had a lock-in at Peter Piper Pizza one time. It was fucking awesome. Um, but yeah, I I'm not assume, sure about a lock-in at a what's bar. The, what's the like an overnight thing at a pizza <laughs> thing? Yeah, it's like a school thing, Kevin. So we, there would be like lock-ins if you got like straight A's. It'd be like a reward sort of thing. Oh, and it, it's 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 a big like slumber party, and um, you and your friends are just there. You're playing games. You're flirting wow. with girls. You're eating pizza. It's really really. Oh cool. yeah, you I, were. Really I assumed in the context cool. of this. They were they were talking about a lock-in like the scene we saw prior where they were drinking in the bar after it had closed 
and it was mm, yeah. and they go yeah, 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 yeah. it makes sense like yeah, i thought that's mm. what they were talking about where like you just were so cool with the bar owners they're like you guys can keep drinking don't worry about it that's a but good we point to, but that's we have to point. lock the doors yeah. so that new people don't come in yeah yeah because you there's a bunch uh, even in certain states here that's how it works right where you can't enter a bar but if you're already in the bar you're in the bar and they can't kick you out until whatever whenever that uh, is. this lame Hold state on, all right uh andy i'm gonna have to have you ask lucy the question okay okay We're waiting for Lucy to get on mic. Hi, guys. Hello, Hello. Lucy. Hey. Uh, it's Hello. me, Andy, from Kind of Funny. Um, we are wondering, what does the term lock-in mean? Could you use it in a sentence? So in Shaun of the Dead, they're talking about how we're going to go to the Winchester at the very, very mm -hmm. end. And they're and uh, the girlfriend's like, uh, why are we doing that? And they're like, you've been to a lock-in, haven't you? And she's like, yes, I have. Hmm. Were there many? Were, so, so just to kind of give you context, me and Greg assumed it was a lock-in like we used to have in school, where you'd have a big slumber party at school, and there would be, you know, there would be teachers there, kind of like chaperoning or whatever. But it would be a big slumber party where you just have snacks and play games and hang out. And we were wondering if that's the same thing in the UK. Or Nick said it could be a reference to the part where they are still drinking after the bar closes, after the mm -hmm. doors are locked. It's probably that one. So in the UK, yeah. you have last orders where they, they ring the bell and they say yeah, last, last orders. Yeah, yeah. So they've probably locked the door and they just let you. They kind of like gently try and get you out. But you're there for like an You've got a good hour. So got I feel yeah. that's more what lock in refers to. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. But also, sense. I would really like to unpack the little school sleepover thing you just told me about. Because <laughs> oh, okay. it's, it's, it's not a, it's it, the West Coast does we don't do that. We do so not. You know. So okay. I, so with with Greg, Greg and I are very familiar with these lock-ins, and sometimes mm -hmm. you would have these moments where you did really really good in school. You got straight A's. You were part of the group that got like you know a high rewards or whatever. Okay. So they go, oh, you had you finish with this amount of A's or whatever, you get to be in the lock-in. And sometimes you would have a lock-in in school. Sometimes you would have a lock-in at uh, the local pizzeria that everybody loves. Sweet. And when you're there, um, uh, it's you and all your friends, and there's uh -huh. teachers uh -huh. there. kind of. But you're, it's like an overnight thing. And there's games, and you can sleep if you want, or you can just keep playing games with your friends. Andy, That's like, wild. you slept at your school? Like, that was a normal thing that, like, would happen every once in a while? It happened. No, nah, I mean, it happened. I did it, like, maybe three or four times in my life. Fucking crazy. Like, crazy. you did so well at school, your reward is more school. Damn. I mean, our, yeah, school, but like, our school couldn't wait to get rid of us. I yeah. mean, they would let you bring, you know, they'd let you bring in your Nintendos and stuff. And it was like that a fun, cool, though. it was that a fun is. thing to like hang out with your friends in school mm -hmm. and like flirt with the girls there and stuff. Oh. And, How old were you? Is this like a, um, probably a middle school thing, I would say. Oh, oh my. Oh, wow. are you serious? That's dangerous. You're going to put yeah. a bunch of middle school kids in a. Those are the worst. Those are the worst. Hell yeah. no. <laughs> no, maybe, maybe it was late elementary then. Maybe it was late elementary. Candy's left right. and right. Oh my you're God. Right. Do you have any other British questions for me? I don't, Lucy. Thank you so much for joining us. Do you know what Lucy James, means? Lucy James Games on mm. uh, on Twitter <laughs> and Thank you. Wait, what? Wait, Tim. What I'm was curious. your question? Do you know what Yubnub means? No, I wondered what you were like yelling at about earlier. <laughs> Yubnub. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I heard you say something about Ewoks. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So yeah, I, I assumed. Yipcha. Yipcha. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, thank you, thank Lucy. you, Lucy. Thank Let's you. get some overwatching Bye. later, okay? Hell yeah, let me know. All right, be well. I swear to God, this has been the biggest. It's worth pointing out. Sorry. For, for guest call in questions. 
we're setting a record here. You know what I mean? Yeah, At the end yeah, of this, yeah, the yeah. ragu bagu for this will be ranking everyone we brought on the show. <laughs> uh, worth pointing out before we go too far off, the lock-in that I went to in school, and of course I went to Catholic school, so a lot of things were around church, but it was like a super lame church one where it was like we made unleavened bread and shit and like drank, oh. we drank fucking uh, grape juice, like it was wine or whatever. Oh, like it was, it was made fucking made unleavened like, bread? Like, hey, man, Ew. what are we going to make? Ew. Shitty bread. Yeah, Greg, well, well, no, I was just, I, they didn't ask my opinion, Kev. Like it was made, it was about teaching us a lesson of whatever. Of, you what know, I was just telling Lucy is like our lock-ins were rewards, and we it would be a pizza party either at Peter Piper or in school, and there would be sodas, and we'd be playing Nintendo with our friends and shit, and like yeah, yeah. it was it was it was a cool time. Anyways, uh, okay, so yeah, we get up there. We already talked. They, you know, Sean uh, talks to Liz or whatever. David, David uh, dies immediately, and David's not in. But then he does win. He, he will be if Liz is in. They don't have a better opinion, so they're gonna come do it. And they all get in the car, and they all go to go do it, right? And they're all packed in super tight. This is the first time, by the way, we you know, you've seen the movie, but like you know, we, the, Sean had ever or Sean's mom had ever met Liz. They meet in the car there as they all get their really fast introductions, right? Again, uh, Ed takes off driving like an asshole, acting like he's just, you know, uh, you know, a psychopath for the most part. Uh, but as he's driving and driving like a crazy person uh, in the back, uh, Philip grabs Sean and it's like you know, starts into his, you know, death monologue here, which always hits for me, always hits for me. Right. I'm just like, great. You know, I, you know, when I met you, you were already so old and I just, I thought you could do great things. You just lacked the motivation. And I thought you just needed somebody to look up to. And I hoped it could be me. And he's like, you know, but it wasn't, you know, he's, he, he tells him he loves him and, you know, take care of your mother. And then he passes and Sean starts crying. And then yeah, Ed's driving an asshole and doing, you know, stop the fucking car. And he stops and, but he does it by pulling the e-brake and spinning them around and being a complete jerk. And he's like, chill out. Stop telling me to chill out. Uh, you know, and for your information, everybody's not okay. And he's like, mom, Philip's gone. Where is he gone? He's he's passed away or whatever. He's dead. No, he's not. He's right. And he's like, oh, my God. get out. And then they try to get out of the car. It's pandemonium. They turn the music back on. It's super loud. Child locks are on. Ed freezes. Uh, Liz runs over, gets the door open, gets David, die, and Sean out. They slam the door. Philip's in there. Uh, and, you know, the zombies are there. They're, in the, they're making their moves on him um you know and like we have to leave him barbara doesn't want to leave him and this is another great line of like you know no matter what he looks like and no matter how he acts there's not a your there's not a not a part of your husband is still that man and he's like ah, and he just he turns off the music and then just chills out for a second that's uh, so fucking fun. so creative, amazing man. right like yeah. every every th- this movie is just relentless with how creative it is you know it's just line after line is a callback to a prior moment in the movie. It's it's so. I I feel like this movie and Hot Fuzz, obviously no feature spoilers, but they are two movies that are planned out so perfectly well. Where totally. there are so many movies that we've reviewed on this show that you could tell a bunch of different hands were in the process, and something seemed disjointed, and maybe there's some logic that doesn't make a whole lot of sense because it feels like, damn, when did they write that character? Because clearly, like that character changed over time or whatever. This whole movie is like so airtight in what it does. Like, God damn, Edgar Wright's just so talented, man. <laughs> so now they're on foot. Uh, they're cutting through back alleys. And this is where we run into the alternate universe, Sean, led by Yvonne, right? As they all pass each other with similar outfits and similar relationships. And it's just a funny little joke there. And obviously, if you know all these cast members or, yeah, cast members, you get all these different references that I never did back in the day and for the most part don't. Um However, as they continue on, you know, they get to the point of like uh, the Winchester is right over there. Oh, right over the 20 garden fence fences. 
What's the matter, David? Never heard of a shortcut. <laughs> and he turns and runs, and the first one just collapses. I mean, <laughs> so, so good. So good. And he pops back up, and they get going, right? And so as they go, and they're cutting through these different neighborhoods, and I, I this is where the, the snake hips thing was. Like, we're, on a, we're on the right trail. Um, uh, you know, they he, uh, Barbara's like, I think Jill and Derek live around here. Uh, and that's when the, the zombie in the bathrobe pajamas comes over and is at the glass or whatever. So they come around, right, and get to where they're going and where they need to be. Uh, I think is it Sean marches up first, looks over, sees lots, lots. No, yeah, yeah maybe, oh, yeah. yeah. And then he comes down, and then it, we're all here, right? And uh, yeah, Diane's like, uh, one, two, three, four, five. There's six of us, <laughs> and he hears his mom scream from the other side. He jumps off the trampoline over there. There's a, a lot of noises, and then finally he breaks through with the pajama uh, bathrobe. Uh, and, it's the, and it's the damn zombie that, for me, I always think is a mixture of calling from whose line it is is it anyway yeah yeah he's always reminding me of that guy and uh-huh. this is another really really weird reference but the guy that they called cash the creepy kind of shady dude from the movie black sheep with chris farley where the lady governor what, what's oh, her name is like trying just to call run... me cat my best yes. friend just called me cash he yeah. always reminded me of that guy and colin uh uh mockery from uh whose line is it anyway they're like a they're a fusion yes. and they just look so it's so weird and few people understand that reference so uh, shout out to you I get you dog I mean to go even further he reminds me a lot of Poe's dad so yeah you got that going for you people right? definitely understand that one. so I mean that's yeah, sure, a joke just for Poe I guess you know what I mean <laughs> also it's worth pointing out that with will not watch 20 2300 votes cast uh 82.1% say that yes yub nub slaps 17.9% say does not slap. Stop the vote. Uh, Stop the vote. No, n- neither uh, <laughs> David nor, nor Ed will come to Sean's help while he fights off this zombie and he push. They don't have their weapons anymore because they're locked in the car uh, with Philip. Uh, eventually, though, Diane pulls up. What What is that? Tetherball steak. Yeah. Tosses at him and he, and he goes, yes. And he spins it around and then bops him on the head with the ball. And he's like, no, and that's rubbish. And they turn around. They're like, no, no. He j- runs out of the zombie, jams him into the oh, trees, okay. stakes him on the tree, right? This is when uh, – also great acting here from Barbara of, like, you want to talk – of, like, existing in the scene but not being the focal point where, again, on your second watch, you watch her and she's already putting tissues yeah, up her sleeve and stuff her, like that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? She's doing a great job. Uh, uh, she's doing, quick, you know. Quick question about Barb. What the hell was she thinking? Like, why did she go to be like, oh, I wonder if my friends are home? Well, she's a little, you know. Her husband just died. It's a zombie apocalypse. I mean, people are unmoored. Kevin, you and me are made for this. All right, yeah, we want to yeah, lose our we cool would at all. You know what I mean? I, we, Dumb, you know slow I mean? zombies. I'm so in. Oh my god! How much fun would that be? You know what so I mean? Think fun. about it. Dumb, slow <laughs> zombies. I'm in. We're gonna win eventually. <laughs> yeah, Andy. I, I don't want any of those fucking fast twenty-eight day later zombies. You know? The, oh yeah. The, no, with infected totally, with fury. No, thank you. I. Totally you see one of those, that. you eat the bullet immediately. Like you're not gonna win. That you don't, and that's a world you don't want to live in. You know what I mean? Slow zombies, big deal. The biggest downside is you have to sleep in single beds in, in single rooms. You know what I mean? That sucks. But whatever, you figure it out. I why, why is that? Why do you have to sleep and say if you die when you're sleeping? Yeah, so what? I, you, uh, I want to wake up with Jen chewing on my leg. I've already I'd had be fine that with that. Once. <laughs> if Paula turns into a zombie, <laughs> I want to go too, you know? Oh, okay. Interesting. 
Um, so yeah, th- this is, you know, there's lots over there. What are they going to do? Blah, blah, blah. And then the idea sparks, right. Of like, they could act like zombies. Uh, so there's that another great scene, right. Or the realization of it. And then Diane turns away from turns her back from back to camera. She turns to look at it. She's like, all right, look at this. She like analyzes it as an actor would, you know what I mean? Like, hint of sadness, like a drunk who's lost a bet, um, you know, shake it out. Let's do it. And they go one by one practicing. Right. And like Liz is all right. Barbara's not, she, she's my, Miles away, right in the classic Gary Whittle line. Is that, uh, is that actress from Barbara? One, no, the the, the blonde. Oh girl. yeah, no, Diane. Wonder Diane's Wonder Woman's uh, the wo- the woman who dresses Wonder Woman. She's oh, yeah. Trevor's. Uh, thing. That's awesome. That's in nineteen eighty four. She's in a black and white photo. Yeah, the fisticuffs. Yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. She just died. Um, as we go down here, you know, my favorite is Ed, who I'll, I'll do it on the night. <laughs> this is the night. This is who the died, night. Who I died love... and made you king of the zombies? And Sean immediately goes in. He's like, all right, that's pretty good. Sean has this look of accomplishment. In his yeah. Like, all right, one, two. And then it's them walking in, wading into the zombies in front of the Winchester to get over there. Oh, they do a pretty good job, you know, making their way past the twins, making their way past all the zombies we've seen before. Uh, they get over to the thing. Uh, they huddle up around the mail slot and open up. John, Bernice, it's Ed, it's Ed and Sean. We do the quiz. Uh, there's no response, though, and everybody starts to panic a bit. Uh, you know, die, uh, David wants to know if they're – or they, 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 David wants to smash the window. Uh, Sean keeps getting cut off as he's trying to tell them there's a thing around the uh, back, a back entrance. And then the middle of all this, Ed's phone rings and he actually takes the call and sits down and, you know, is again, another drug dealer call. Uh, and then this is when Sean slaps it out of his hand, gets up, you know, you're not, I, I'm tired of sticking out with you, you fuck up my entire life, you know, I'm not putting it up with it, not today. At which point, you know, this is like Sean and then every zombie's looking at them. Uh, in a fit of fast thinking, Sean decides that he can draw all their attention and get them to chase him, which in this universe works. And so he jumps up there. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, actually, while this happens, David smashes the window. He stops him. Then he's like, all right, cool. He jumps up, gets all their attention, jumps down. It's a buffet. He takes them off running. Uh, all the zombies fall up. And then our crew, minus Sean, climbs in through the window to be inside the Winchester. Uh, we pick up from there. Uh, it's been 20 minutes, 17. Uh, no sign of Sean. They're all starting to figure out what's going on. David wants to close down the window. They want to wait for Sean to get back. Uh, you know, David, of course, being the asshole he is, starts laying into Sean, right? Of like, what's what's his plan going to be? Like, what are we going to do here? We're just going to get rounded. We're just going to hang out. Uh, what, are, what are we actually going to do? Uh, you know, you got your bar nibbles or whatever, and he starts going down there, basically chips or whatever, or crisps as they would call them there. And then when he gets the hog lumps, which of course, are Sean's favorite things. He throws them. Sean catches them. Everybody's like, "Oh my god, Sean's back!" Everybody, yay! There's a great line here of like, you know, what what do you think his plan uh, amounts to other than uh, sitting here eating peanuts? But before then, uh, Sean shows back up. He's eating it. He's they're not they're not all that. It's not that hard to give him a slip. Uh, and then you know, David's continuing to try to be an asshole or whatever. And he's like, I'm not the one who got into a tiff with your boyfriend. <laughs> he's not my boyfriend. <laughs> and then Ed comes over, gives him the beer. He's like, it might be a little cool, a little warm. The cooler's off. Thanks, babe. <laughs> he walks away. Great, I just boy. fucking love that. Yeah. Uh, and and that's like, all with right. So what are we wink, gonna do? With a little wink. Too. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so from there, it cuts to them. Yes, sitting in the dark, and he's like, "Would anyone like a peanut?" And they are just sitting there. There is nothing else to do, which of course is what you would have thought they would have known they were getting into. But everybody has a problem with it for some reason. Uh, so just, I, I think that's one of the lines that you said is often quoted by you. Was the that peanut? the line that you said? Yeah. No, no, maybe not. Seen. Maybe not. Because I don't. I don't know why that line is so memorable to me. It's just the the delivery of it's it. It's the delivery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it's I, the same I way meant... for me with Pete. With it, 
uh, be any more of a loser. Like, it's just for some of the way the pronunciation is. It, it yeah, because I had mentioned during the Bloodborne stream how you need to be patient, Pete. And whenever I think of the name Pete, I always think of Pete. And Pete. that's, yeah, that that's just something sure. I always hear in my head because this movie has just sort of drilled it into my mind. Yeah. And yeah, would anybody like a peanut? <laughs> like, yeah. that delivery is so good. Anybody like uh, so they're sitting there, you know, they're just hanging out or whatever, and the streetlights come on, indicating to Sean, oh my god, wait, there is power. Like, I can turn on the TV and uh, we can know. And th there was a whole argument earlier about, uh, you know, not wanting to advertise their where whereabouts when David was starting to come unglued. Uh, he throws that back in Sean's face, stealing Liz's line of they don't want to advertise their whereabouts any more than they already have. Uh, and Sean's like, it's quite simple, you know, just flip, flip the right switches or the right fuses and everything will be fine. Don't worry, he does a little thing. He goes into the back of the bar, uh, you know, looks at it, flips the right switch. Is that it? That's it. TVs are on so they can see it. Uh, and then he sees one that he's never seen before and he flicks it and it turns on the light to the back door and he looks there and the zombies are up against the glass. And he turns it off and he shuts the panels <laughs> and he walks uh. back out. And as he walks back out, the handle on, he checked the door when he came in, but the back door to where, you know, John and Bernice's private quarters are or whatever uh, is rattling too. And he comes out and walks up to Liz. They're flipping through the channels and they're all on standby. They're all off. And Liz's like, oh, there's never anything good on is there and then she looks at sean and she's like what and he's like we've got a problem like you know they followed me i thought you gave him the slip that, well they're here and she's like well then we'll just have to be extra quiet at which point you hear the video game noise turn out the slot machine noise turn on that ed was playing in the beginning of the thing and they're like what now they run over there they grab it she grabs ed sean unplugs it and there's this moment like what and then all the zombies start coming up to the windows around them uh, and they realize how dire their straits are uh at this point uh i just want to say really really quick that that moment of of absolute dread in Simon Pegg's face is I think such a great moment of just acting without saying anything. I, sure. I love that look that he makes of just slowly walking back, knowing that this is probably not going to end well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I love his, his facial reaction there. Uh, at this point, John enters, the, of course, the bar owner. He's been zombified. Uh, he walks in. Uh, there's a moment of panic of how are they going to fight him? What are they going to do with him? Uh, at, while this happens, of course, they, they're using different weapons or whatever. They're trying to get different things. Uh, it's not going on. You know, Ed had talked about uh, wanting spirits, you know, dram, dram, drambui vodka, uh, something that would ignite. It could burn the whole place down. Uh, the jukebox turns on on random again. Uh, they run over and get their pool cues. They then come over to, you know, Don't Stop Me Now by Queen in sync, beat him with pool cues, which is a fun scene that I think goes on a bit too long. And also yeah, it's yeah. like, you've killed hundreds of zombies. Like, I get what we're doing here, but at this point in the film, like, we know you're more capable of this. But again, it's a comedy. And it is almost worth it to click over to Diane and Barbara, who are like, watching but in beat watching it yeah. which i enjoy <laughs> I, I could not disagree with you guys more i love this i love how long it goes on this is one of my all-time favorite movie scenes just hard stop i think that the the length that it goes and how ridiculous it is it's like that's the power of queen baby and like all the little like the the kill the queen moments they have the kill the queen all that stuff it's like <laughs> it's fucking i think brilliant and i love how long it stays on and she uh, yeah you know at one point liz hits him with a fire extinguisher both freezing his face or whatever and then hitting him in the side of it but eventually yeah uh they run him into the jukebox to stop the juice jukebox but at this point oh i'm sorry it was that uh ed tossed the winchester rifle to simon Pegg, who hit him in the face and then used it to run him in and ed's like that's great but why didn't you shoot him and he's like for the last time and poof, the gun goes off and, and he's like i fucking oh i also totally skipped by the way of the when they were trying to figure out what the fight john with uh diane hit simon Pegg 
in the head with a dart <laughs> and like just one that always <laughs> oh, makes me grimace so this fucking yeah. dart in the side of his head and it, it's it turns out great imagery like that is a, yeah. a poster you would buy from mondo prints of him totally. with the winchester rifle and the fucking dart yeah, yeah, yeah. sticking out of his skull well, and that's yeah when he turns around and he pulls it out fine oh and but the dogs little, can't look up the little but squirt a, but they added yeah. a little squirt of yeah blood. totally totally, oh. totally totally uh then he uses his tie then to make a tourniquet around his head right uh so then they start running down what's going on you know all right they have the bolts from the bar for 28 29 or whatever we have 20 we have 29 bolts call them shells we have 29 shells <laughs> again back to something i could see me and poe doing if we were in this situation like you know what i mean like hang with your best friend as these zombies are there and so they're like all right cool like you know who has experience with a gun ed does he shot his uh he shot his uh, sister in the leg with a bb gun none of them have real experience right david's a pacifist uh and sean's like i think we should all use the gun he's like how does you know one we'll call it out and this is back to as they start to come through it's literally the, the recreation of the uh video game scene we saw earlier of top left you know keep it simple top left and they turn over there and shoot him but as they're using the gun, the quartet, uh, Barbara and Liz are having a conversation uh, where Barbara's like, you know, he talks about you all the time. Liz notices she's we- she's not doing so well. Uh, she pulls back, sees the bite, uh, gives her a necklace, which I think is a, a ring on a chain, right? I think it's a, a ring to Simon, or I'm sorry, Sean's real father. Um, they are like, all right, cool. You know, they, but as this happens, people keep breaking away to see what's going on. So Sean comes over while this is happening, realizes is what's going on uh eventually ed comes over realizes what's going on diane realizes comes over and realizes what's going on leaving david with the gun um uh, barbara's final words are to thank sean for the flowers she knows that, that we skip what we've talked about earlier and you watched the movie uh she passes away literally it's two seconds of her being dead and you hear the gun cock from david or whatever and they realize what's going on sean pops up and he's like you're not going to shoot my mom uh and then he he grabs the bottle and holds it to da- or no he grabs the bottle and holds it to david uh ed grabs the bottle holds it to david diane's like this isn't fair ed pat no sean ed passes the bottle and then he gets a corkscrew and they're all holding it to each other's thing and there's this so standoff funny. right uh and you know yeah of course uh david is correct in the situation he's like he can't what do you want to do pickle like she's gonna come back she's going you know she's going to do this uh you know she's a zombie and we don't use the z word yeah yeah. <laughs> they're going back and forth as they lose it because obviously uh, Barbara means so much to Ed as well um, in the midst of all their fighting though and rabble rousing eventually Liz gets everybody to put their guns down but it doesn't stop it of course Barbara stands up as a zombie behind them uh, Sean turns Barbara stares not angrily at all uh, David does pass the gun off to Sean uh, and then David says something of like do it do it now and that's when she goes Arr! and then Sean blows her away Um he drops the gun then behind him immediately after killing Barbara and David being the prick he is, right? Takes off his glasses. And I think we all agree you did the right thing there. Sean turns around, punches David, which knocks him to the ground. David gets the gun, cocks the gun and pulls the trigger. Uh, it's out of bullets at this point, but he tries to kill Sean and everybody knows he tries to kill Sean. Uh, he pops back up. Everyone's astounded that they just witnessed this guy try to kill, uh, you know, Sean. And it's this moment where, it's all finally laid out on the line, right? Of like, everybody knows you're in love with Liz. This has actually happened, I guess, around here. But, you know, it's the culmination of all this that, you know, Sean was never good enough for Liz. He's always loved Liz. Uh, Diane knows this, that when Liz rebuffed his things, she was there to pick up the pieces. She's come to accept it. Uh, it's, it's the 
unspoken thing in all of these relationships that uh, has finally come into the light of day. Uh, David's overwhelmed by this and also knows that he just tried to kill a guy. Uh, he goes to the door as if he's going to leave. They're like going outside would be very bad right now. He's like, well, and then he finally kind of comes down a bit. He apologizes to Diane. Diane's like, maybe I'm not the one you should be apologizing to. And David's like, Sean, glass shatters. Zombies grab him. They drag him out and they tear him limb from Fucking limb. Literally. Brutal. In the yeah, most totally. graphic way. Just out of nowhere. So brutal. They go for like <laughs> they wanted ripping it, the know. guts out. Yeah. Why Which not is, have it? You know what I mean? That, that, didn't someone die in the exact same way in uh, Night of the Living Dead or one, one of those? Do, uh, uh, Dawn yeah. of the Dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and of course, Diane has uh, his legs and then she's left holding his leg. This will be important if you want to watch the DVD extras to how Diane survives. Diane does survive this. Uh, she throws open the doors, though, rushing out to save David, of course, in a, in a frantic mess. She disappears into the, you know, the throngs of zombies as this happens. Um, then, you know, this Wait. is now the sorry. Wait, can you just tell us how she survives? Oh, sure, no problem. Uh, so <laughs> I'm curious, too. I was like, I'm not going to ever watch the DVD They have, like, uh, comic strips that, that are then a little bit of animation, but comic strips that they go back panel by panel and yeah. then are narrated. And so Diane, in character, narrates that when she went out there and, and you know, this huff to find David, she eventually comes to her senses, realizes that she's out there. She went up a tree and stayed in the tree eating David's limb as she, as needed until eventually a crew came by and saved her, and she keeps in Christmas card contact with Sean and Liz. Oh, that's nice. Jesus there Christ. You go. Yeah. I don't believe money. that. That's some I mean, J.K. Like... Rowling rewriting some stuff to make the team better. <laughs> Why? Well, you, you look at the end of this movie, which are pretty much a pond, right? And it's like, well, how far did she get? <laughs> and I forget. I haven't watched the DVD. Yeah, there's forever. no way like, she didn't see She's a tree right there. She sees the army come, and she's still eating this leg. Doesn't matter. Um, so, yeah, uh, this is all hell breaks loose. The zombies are coming in now from everything. Uh, Sean it has the gun. Liz is holding people back with a bar stool. Uh, Ed went over. Ed uh, went to make the Molotovs right. I might be fucking that up. But he eventually gets close to the door. That he Yeah, he had Molotovs, and he went over towards the door. Uh, and he opens it, and he's like, Sean, look who it is. And it's Pete coming in. And he's like, cock a doodle doo. Uh, and so, like, as he's like making a reference to Pete being there, Bernice comes up and they get him and they get him on the ground. Uh, Bernice bites Ed's neck. Uh, Pete bite, bites his hand or arm. Um, he's screaming. And then, you know, Sean from across the room is like, Pete, I said, leave him alone, which is a line from earlier. And that gets Pete to pop up and do it. Sean blows him away. Um, this is when you know it's anarchy it's over sean and liz get behind the bar sean takes uh ed's idea pours uh liquor all over it smashes the bottle against the thing lights it up so the entire bar's on fire uh he sinks down with liz uh they're calling for ed they're calling for ed ed finally flops over the top he's in horrible shape he's like can i get a rag they toss him the rag he holds it there and they're sitting there and he's like where are the bullets sean's like where are the bullets they're on the bar like, ah. and they get up there and sean keeps trying to reach in it's too hot it's too thing or whatever comes back down what are we going to do and and ed is like there's a service entrance underneath there if you lift the thing we'll go to the street and then there's an elevator up where they move kegs and stuff like that 
as that plan is established, uh, the Clutch Cafe Olay. Oh, totally. Which is like, again, if you're in a zombie, here's Greg Miller's free advice for you. When you're mm-hmm. in a slow-moving zombie thing, right? No, put this on Patreon. Charge Fine. for this. Good dude. call. Good call. Okay, great call. Yeah. Uh, so uh, w- the Cafe Olay lady comes in and give me, give us a fucking break. The bullets start popping off. They ricochet off the bell and hit her in the head. Like, yeah! That gives them enough time to get into the basement. They go down there. Uh, Ed's bleeding up by the kegs. Uh, Sean and Liz go over to the trap door to get back to the street level they grab it and they're moving it and they can't get it to open and they come to this realization they just can't move it it's not going to happen so they sit down together and start hashing a plan on how many shells do we have left they have two uh and and sean has the great line of like well maybe if we get them in a row we could get a couple (laughs) she's like i'm not thinking for he's like i know and so then they start talking back and forth right about the plan of what's going to go you oh you have to do me i'd only muck it up and sean's like it does the he's like yeah. i you know shooting my flatmate my mom and my girlfriend in the same day i don't know if i have it in me she's like what makes you think i'm taking you back you don't want to die single do you um they uh you know talk a little bit more and finally you know you, you don't want to die single yeah blah 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 and he's like i you know i, I haven't had a, i haven't had a cigarette since uh you know i quit or whatever and as like it's true uh at which point she pulls out you want one now pulls it out and it's are these ones from that i threw away in the bin she's like yeah you know i brought them from uh, cheeky uh they she puts it in her mouth he, he goes or she goes light it and then she or you know he goes light it for her and then notices the elevator controls for the thing over there and so it's like we got this goes over to ed and uh ed's like you know no just leave me here like it's over for me right and they have this moment thing you know sean's apologizes for yelling at him and stuff and ed does the i'm sorry too and he's like no it's like, no sean i'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah exactly right okay. it's a Brilliant. good joke it's a good um, joke the then you know it's they climb onto the thing uh, liz has got a chain uh sean has got i forget what weapon he has right here because he leaves the he, yes, and he leaves the gun uh, 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 with Ed. Um, they start going up, and you know Liz is, uh, and, you know, I love you, Ed. And he's like, eh, and then he, uh, Sean's like, you know, I love you too. And then this is interesting because we always call out homophobia and like the liberal use of gay in the early two thousands, right? There's been two or there's two in this movie, right? Where Ed's like gay. Uh, what I would encourage everybody to do, I don't know if you caught it, when quarantine first started way back in March, Simon Pegg. And uh, Nick Frost did a video call with each other very as themselves, but very similar to the slice of fried gold part where they went back and forth with what, how to wait for this whole thing to blow oh, over. Right. And at one point in it, like, uh, 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 I think it was Nick Frost goes gay and then, it, it, but he goes gay and then he goes, blah, blah, blah. And he, he explains like the context they meant it in, even in that time, not that they uh. were making a homophobic comment that they were, you know, it's like, it's a funny tongue in cheek of obviously how, comedy and taste have changed or whatever but i think it's important that we address it all the time we're like well, well, nick cross was- also says the n-word there's the n-word does, he does he does say the n-word. The yeah, n-word. i was gonna get to that right here we're all in the same vein everybody calm down there, but there's an acknowledgement with, with from simon Pegg of like God, that, like he does that yeah. look, like that's just so inappropriate right now like totally to totally word, totally totally which i always thought was good and then the but but yeah the the throwing out the homophobic slur even made even more inappropriate somehow by the fact that he's referring to to Liz and like Sean's affection for Liz. It's just so it, it's just like what a terrible. Well, no, that's thing the one he's talking about. That's when he's talking about. Oh yeah, I think you're the first reference of it. Yeah, yeah. I think the first reference when when, right, when you're right, 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 the first time you're like yeah. you, we all had that friend that you were just like. But it's you can't. Like, first time you totally. can't just use that. Like that's just such. You can't use that for everything. You can't use it for anything, any obviously. But like even in that context, that's extra stupid to use it totally. to describe anything like that. Which but is it's it, but it again to like you know the relationship and the 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 
character that Ed is in Sean's life, right? Yeah, it makes sense. Of course. I of course. remember in high school, and I've talked about this frequently, uh, like being in high school and throwing that around and not media. It was just like, oh man, you're showing any kind of emotion. Yeah. Oh, you know sure, what I mean? Dude. And oh, like, yeah. that's just stupid and wrong and don't do that. But like this, what they're doing here. With yeah, with baby. us, it was todo gay. It was that. Like, it was like, yeah, oh, todo gay, dude. Like, yeah. Because you have a girlfriend, you're flirting with her. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. You're shit. saying you like her or whatever. And like, shut up. Uh, anyways, though, uh, Liz and Sean, you know, go up. The doors close. They leave Ed behind. I think you hear one gunshot. That is, again, the addressment here is that uh, later on, by the way, that, and not that you would need me to figure this out, but they do do a, a comic strip thing to explain how they got Ed <laughs> home or whatever. Yep. Where, you know, even though the military shows up and wipes out all the zombies on the street and you would assume in the Winchester, they don't look in the basement door, even though it's broken for some reason. Like Ed was able to hide behind kegs as a zombie. And that's, you know, Sean leads him home under the cover of nightfall to get him in the shed and clamp him down. Um, anyways, though, they come up. They're like, let's do this. They're psyched up again. And then military shows up, kills all the zombies that are around them. Uh, Yvonne comes out, of course, when they ran into each other in what could just be described, you think, as the throwaway scene he did tell them we're going to the winchester she's like the pub all right uh but she knew they'd be there so she brought back the army with her she's the only surviving member of her group they're the only of theirs at least somebody made it uh and then we you know see yeah that's great great writing like totally you know Sean and Liz at, at least somebody made it at least somebody's alive as opposed to at least somebody made it as a, as a relationship yeah as yeah, an yeah, adult yeah. yeah yeah uh they hold hands walk into the light and then we get the zombies from hell you know the story of 10 year old ricky Igle, or whoever like killed his whole family and did all this different stuff uh and that's you know uh them clicking through channels and this is when we get trisha thing we get the zombie thing uh and it's sean walking into his living room six months later and it's the interview with the news guy saying like i know you know remove the head or destroy the brain brains and he never thought he'd say uh they also you know do a couple little nods for us of like you know the rumors that this was started by rage infected monkeys has been dismissed as bull and they click off the channel and all that jazz uh sean walks out though and it's him and liz in the apartment he had with ed and pete uh it's very clean now and it's painted white and it's very lovely uh he sits down next to liz they run through their lovely sunday you know they're gonna have a great time they're gonna end up at the pub they're gonna stumble back they're gonna go to bed early um uh, liz is gonna go make tea he'll take two sugars a joke that i haven't referenced in this interview at all and then he's like, I'm just going to pop into the garden for a little bit. And she goes, go on then. And so he goes out there and he picks up the controller and player two has entered the game. And, you know, he reaches over Ed tries to take a bite. He's like, ah, huh. And then we get, you know, more queen as we go out to, you know, Ed and uh, Simon or Sean playing some video games. You love to see it. You love it. So Syllables much. in the middle. You uh, need five for the first and last line. Uh, uh, if you're not poetic, no need to fret it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. Haiku. In review, haiku in review. You can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny, just like Matt Grover did to write your review in haiku form. When zombies show up, cricket bats are essential. Simon Pegg is great. Mm -hmm. Graham Hunter comes in with three that I'm going to give you today. Zombies, so patient, they will never interrupt the big plot moments. <laughs> yeah. Sean fights Walking Dead. He played cricket with their heads. No, I'm sorry, said Ed. That was, <laughs> That's that was really good. good. Wow. Really Somebody good. coming for Blackjack Razak. Yeah, fucking... dude. Sean survived D-Day with every zombie <laughs> cliche. Wait, was that Coldplay? <laughs> All right. I like that one. You, I like that one. I'll give it to you, Graham. Um, and then we got Matt Bowers. When you lose your love, show her you can fight zombies. Then she'll want you back. And that's it. That's what we got. Okay. Obviously, you don't need to rank the movie, but are we doing some type of ragu bagu for this franchise? 
Should we do uh, Ragu Good Guy? I don't know. Or just Ragu, 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 guys every single time. Ragu, Rag Guys Talk Pro Tags. What yeah, we yeah, call yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Ragu Google. Sean's number one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's right. That's who we're ranking. We're ranking yeah. Sean, right? Our yeah, yeah, protagonist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, all right. Exactly. Uh, we will return with more Edgar Wright in review and John Wick in review. But I know we're going pretty long here, boys, but I, I need to do it. Do we it. need to know what yub dub means. We need to know yep, if somebody no. knows the lyrics. I want to give us one more phone call, one more try. Oh my God. And I want to, between us, who should we call? Because I'm trying to think who would know the lyrics of this song. And Brian right Altano. Now, I, Brian, Brian Altano, Altano is the yeah. name that jumps to I, me, too. I thought Drucker, I thought he would have had it for sure. But Altano, Gary Witta, Gary and, no, Gary and um, Carboni. Wait, 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 wait. Well, Carboni actually is a really good one. I say it's either Carboni or Rahul Kohli, because Rahul, of course, no. he, didn't he do like didn't he do that whole thing on Twitch where he he, he did the oh, yeah. That? yeah exactly but where he did it from can memory. I, can I t- can I tell you this though? I mean, this does sound like one of those things that Gary. If you said Gary, what does Yubnub mean? He would explain to you what it means, but he'd do it in the way where he makes you feel stupid, like you should know it, like you yeah. should have. Nah, I feel along. like this is too granular for him to actually. He'd just be like, it doesn't mean anything. And then like he loves the end of Return gives a of the shit? Jedi. Who fucking gives a shit? That's, That's it. That's exactly right. <laughs> Joey Noel screaming Bruce Green in the chat, too. Do you have Bruce Green's phone number, Greg? Yeah, of course I have Bruce Green. Come on. Give Bruce call Green a call. Call them all. Call them all. Yeah, he's streaming right now. Bruce Green Bruce is really answer the phone, though. With friends. Oh, with friends? Then he might yeah. not answer. Yeah. He'll answer. Oh, no. Guess not. Guess not. I say go right here. You want more than. You say who? Rahul? Okay. Anybody else? It looks Go like we it. might figure out the next episode, honestly. Rahul's the last <laughs> I'm not, swing. I'm not feeling confident right now. And we just want to know what it means? I want him to sing the goddamn song. Okay. Yeah, I'm yep. not. Yeah, my Let's all. Yeah, Tim. Yeah, nub. That was the lyric, I think. I think that was the lyric. Yeah, Tim. Rahul Coley, it's Greg Miller. You're live on Kind of Funny in Review. How are you? How you doing? I'm great. We could turn to you. This is the last part of Shaun of the Dead in review. This is the last thing the listeners will hear. All That's one of my favorite films. Great. This question has nothing to do with it. <laughs> All episode long, the debate has raged. We have called separate people. No one can tell okay. us. Can you tell us? There's two questions. They're Star Wars related. Do you know Star Wars? A little bit. The n- number one question. They're both about the same thing. All right. Number one question. What does yub nub mean in Ewok? And then the number two question is, can you tell us the lyrics to the yub nub song? Not all of them, but just enough. Like, cause I started doing it and they all made fun of me cause I couldn't keep up. I'm like, oh, it's okay. just it's nonsense. So number one, do you know what it means? Um, okay, I'm going to give you an exclusive here. Mm-hmm. Uh, live. I'm, I'm not an original trilogy kid. I'm a special edition 1997 kid. Hang up. On so me. that means I don't know yub nub. I don't know the lyrics to the final song. I only know the na 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 na. So they, that's what he does. That's me. He just exposed me as a fraud. Damn, that sucks. Nick's pretty pissed at you. Thanks for, that, Greg. Thanks for uh, putting me live, and then everyone finding out I got no Star Wars cred. I mean, you have a lot, didn't you? Did I mean? I mean, you don't have as much right now. But then you have to remember, we're old. So like the old people that remember Yub Nub, like we're gonna die. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah, but uh, big love to the prequels. I can tell you lots of that if you want. I could, we could do a whole podcast on prequels. 
Give me the top five racist moments. You know what? Actually, you, we'll we'll talk about this later. Thank you so much, Rahul. <laughs> no worries, Craig. Love, right, you, Love you too. <laughs> and that has been Edgar Wright in review. Thank you very much. Until next time. Cameron you, Kennedy says, "Yup, right dies me. with them." <laughs> oh, that was great. <laughs>